Praise the most high. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. So we we are on. So let me go back to Zoom. Okay, now I'm trying to figure out how to get to the screen. Okay, can y'all can y'all see still see the screen? Can everybody hear me good? All right. Okay, so go to Exodus. Can y'all hear me on, on Zoom? Pretty good. Yes. Praise y'all. How you doing, Sister Priscilla? I'm fine. I'm making it. I got a little energy today. Well, keep on making it now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't, we, you know, you know, we don't make it based on feelings. That's true. Yeah, if they're the KD, we'll never make it. <laughs> right. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We walk, we, we, we walk by faith. And not by sight. So let's let's pray again one more time. Hallelujah. Then we're gonna go ahead and dive into the scriptures. Hallelujah. So Almighty again, we just thank you, magnify you for you, our strength and our salvation. We love you, Yah. We ask you to give us a spirit of wisdom. Again, understanding. Help us to grow in your word, bring a conviction, cause us to turn from sin to you. Give us a true definition of what it means to be set apart. Help us to begin to live that way as we begin to learn your Torah. Help us to see, you know, the faith in Moses, help us to be able to see. The dependence of Yahshua, help us to even be able to see our stiff neck neckness. Help us be able to see even the birds we put on people. And help us to be able to see everything that you intend for us to see in these lessons, Almighty. We thank you. We magnify you. We ask you to guide us and guard us in Yahushua HaMashiach's name. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. So I'm again, I'm gonna read uh I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna read uh Exodus 18, 1, 1 through 2026. 20, Isaiah's going to read Isaiah 61, 1 through 6, and uh, Michaela's going to read uh, Luke um, 4, 16 uh, through 18. So before we even go into that, y'all remember last week, remember we started last week, a yeah. them journey. So we, we found out the word manna, the Hebrew word for the word manna is the Hebrew word for the word manna. It's actually the Hebrew, the Hebrew word man who, you know, which means what is it? So uh, it, 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 it was, it was, not, it was never, um, the name, the name of the bread that came down from the Shemayim from the heaven, there was never the name of the bread. The name, it, it, it was just simply called, um, you know, uh, man, who, what is it? And Mashiach told us in, 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 in the Basora that he is the bread that came down from heaven. So we realize now, just from our studying and teaching, that that the the, the, the man who was the bread is the most high provider for Yasharal. You know what I'm saying? And he then you know we learned as well in Deuteronomy eight. When he was talking to Moshe and Moses said, you know, how he led them to prove them and to teach them, you know, that man shall not live by what? Bread, bread alone, bread only, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of Yah. The mouth of God. Yeah, so, so, so that's, that, 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 that's, that, that's what we, we learned. Good morning, Sister Marshall. That's, that, that, that's what we've learned. So, you know, and uh, so now 
and, 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 and even in bringing that today's time, that is that we should we we should bear that same responsibility. If you look at it in the morning times, they had man who the word of Yah, in the evening time they had quail. So you know, saying before you want to put you know a natural food in your mouth, you know, just take some time and pray, you know, and get in Yah's word. Just like you know, uh, stop getting up thirty minutes before it's time for you just to go to work. Don't do that. Get up, get about a good hour. Get your mind right. Hour and a half. Get your mind right. Get your mind ready. You know, you just have to get, get, get your focus on, brush your teeth, use the bathroom, wake yourself up a little bit. And then when you come to your bathroom, have you enough time to get on your face and just pray and ask the most how to guide you through your day, to teach you how to have wisdom and understanding. You know, talk to them simply, even in Proverbs and the Wisdom of Solomon, saying when you come to y'all, you come to them in simplicity of heart. You know, saying you be yourself. You, you don't try to be all deep. And he'll guide you and teach you. You know, say that's Solomon, Wisdom of Solomon, chapter one and Proverbs, I think that's Proverbs 20. 28 I read them from. So we're just doing a review. We're not discussing. Okay, so hold on. So, so, uh, so we, we saw that as well. And, and we saw just kind of the stiff necks of the people. We want to bring something out because I hear many people also saying, let's look at Exodus 15, 26. I want to bring something out for y'all before we go into our next lesson. I, I hear many folks saying this right here. This is what y'all said when the people came, when the people had come to the place of, uh, of, um, the water's being bitter. And everybody, be, even in some of these so-called assemblies, Yahuwah Rafika, Jehovah Rafika. And everybody call upon all these names without having understanding. You know what I'm saying? Mashiach said in, in Matthew 13, 19, what? The, the, the seed was the word of Yah that by the wayside it came to those who had no understanding. And because they had no understanding, what was able to happen? The adversary stole from them. So they were never able to obtain what the Most High had for them because they had no understanding. And so we so we need to get a good understanding when the Most High speaks, whenever we're hearing his word, whenever, whenever we, 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 we're trying to learn of him, we, can, we need to get an understanding. And we need to realize we are, we, we are stiff-necked people. You know what I'm saying? We need to listen and pay attention because we are stiff-necked people. You know what I'm saying? We need to stop being that. And the only way to stop being a stiff-neck is you got to become mindful. Start getting understanding. So Luke, um, Exodus 15, 26 says this, and said, This is what Yah said to Yasharal through Moses. And say, if thou would diligently hearken, diligently hearken to the voice of Yahuwah thy El, and would do that which is right in his sight, in whose sight? His sight. Okay, and would give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have commanded, which I which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am Yahuwah that healeth thee, or in the Hebrew it says Yahuwah uh, 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 Raphael, or Yahuwah Rafika that healeth thee. So look at him. What does that mean? What's going on? Well, let me explain to you. They are in the wilderness. They need water. They're in a place where the water is bitter. They complain. When they complain, Moses prayed. Before the Most High responds to them, he tells them this. Why did he tell them this? Remember in Egypt, the water turned to blood. They had nothing to drink. The most high is going to do for them, bless them, versus what he did when he cursed Egypt or put a plague on them for, for going against Yasharal, right? So he was telling us that if we would just do his will, obey his commandments, we would never have to worry about water. To do his will is walking by faith. So when you look at Exodus 16, it says they chided with Moses in the wilderness. Why? Because after Moses had told them this, he brought them before 70 palm trees 
and 12 wells of water. Everybody had palm trees, had shade, and water. Then they go to their next trial. They forgot what y'all had told them. So when we go to Exodus 16 or 17, they, 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 they chided with Moses. The word chide in the Hebrew meant grapple or to, to bring him. So they've they, they, they been trying to kill Moses. They finna whoop Moses. And, and what they did was because they got in their, because they started going through trials, they stopped walking by faith and they started walking by their emotions. And y'all, we got to get control of our emotions. You know what I'm saying? Because that's our problem. Look at verse 17, chapter 17, verse 2. This is what it says. Wherefore the people did chide with Moses and, and said, Give us water that we may drink. And Moses said unto them, Why chide you with me? Wherefore do you tempt Yahuwah? Solomon said in Proverbs, I made wisdom of Solomon, don't tempt Yahweh with foolishness. Anyway, and the people thirsted there for water. And the people murmured against Moses and said, Against who? You blaming somebody else for your problems and said, wherefore is this that thou hast brought us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our cattle? We thirst. Now, listen, the most I had just told them maybe a few days ago. If you just obey me, I'm going to provide. Y'all, the Torah is meant for our learning. If you can understand the mystery behind it, it's not a mystery when you try to look deep into it. It's for us to look at their lives. Look at everything about them, all their shortcomings, all their, 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 their victories, everything they did with it and learn it. That's how a pastor should be as well. We grow. We don't, we don't, we don't try to study lessons to try to teach you nothing because that's, that's not being transparent. We, the most high feed us. And then we feed you the food he gives to us. You got to remember Moses ate the same thing Israel ate. You know, so but he had more faith, so that's a leader. Even in your life, if you want to be a true leader, quit complaining and live what you talk about so somebody else can see what you're doing and have the word as your guard. And so they chided with Moses because of their trials. They didn't have faith. And so Moses cries to Yah. And when he cried to Yah, this is what Yah, I want y'all to see this. This is what Yah told Moses. 17.5 says this, and Yahuwah said unto Moses, who? Moses. Who prayed? Moses. They in the flesh. They want to whoop Moses. And Yahuwah said unto Moses, go on before the people and take with thee of the elders of Israel. Let your leaders see you do this as well. And, and thy rod, thy rod is the rod of Yah, which symbolizes what? The authority of Yah. You have that when you walk by faith. The Mashiach talked like he spoke. Anyway, and, and, and thy rod, wherewith thou smotest the river, Take it in thy hand and go. Behold, I will stand before thee. And the most high showed Moses how to walk by faith. That's why Moses saw y'all in what similitudes. <laughs> so the people can see him. Behold, I will stand before thee there upon the rock in horror. And thou shalt smite the rock and there shall come water out of it as the people may drink. Look at this last sentence, y'all. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. It, the, it, it don't say the elders saw Yah. It said Moses prayed. Yah said, I'm going to stand and you follow. So what I'm thinking from, from this right here, y'all, is the Most High showed Moses how to walk by faith with his authority. And when he did that and made that water come, he showed his leaders so that they may do what? The same thing. 
We're going to learn that in this next lesson by Jethro to show the people. But we got to learn how to have faith and your, your complaining won't get you nowhere. You want to get whoop somebody because you're going through defense got to fit. Man, we thirsty, man. My, man, my, my family hungry. My cows hungry. My children hungry. You coming to kill us. Man, we just told y'all a few days ago. So you got to be so, so it's important that we listen. So that's, that's the lesson that we've learned that, that, that trusting y'all's provision. Listen, don't complain when you're going through trials. Instead, you complain and learn how to pray. You can tell folks who don't pray. And I ain't trying to be funny or nothing. They're always complaining. They don't have no faith. And they're always having pity parties because there's no way you can have. And we, and we should have learned that from David. You know, David was playing crazy, spelling his beard. In front of Bimbo, he playing crazy. And folks, and, and I heard these, these preachers about, you know, you got to just play crazy sometimes to have y'all protection. You know what? Man, you straight in your flesh. No, they should have told the truth. David was, David was not having faith. He was out of order. He was playing crazy because he was scared. He played crazy so they wouldn't kill him. So they'd leave him alone. That ain't wisdom. Show me in the scripture where the most I tell you to pray crazy. Most I stood before Abimelech and told him you knew what a dead man. Abraham was in there laying down. And we didn't see the Abraham. So now that's saying blessing on us. I, I, I do what? Bless those who do what? And curse those who do what? And y'all's words all over David's life, him being a what? King. So you ain't got to play crazy. So David did what he did because he had no faith. There's no knock to him because all of us do stuff because we have no faith at times. But if we learn how to let people see that, maybe they'll do better in their life. So anyway, so that we, we, we learned that lesson, you all. And we learned as well about Yasharal defending Amalek. And we see now because people, well, why, why was the most high so harsh you know, on Saul? Because you know why folks ask that question? Because they don't read their Bible. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. The problem come in is you ask a question before you take your time to examine yourself. And you take somebody's word at face value. That's definitely not wise. So why did uh, Yahuwah reject Saul in 1 Samuel 15? Because Exodus 17. Saul broke Torah. <laughs> yeah, because Moses I told said Emirate, but he gonna clean, he said rehearse this in the ears of Joshua. I'm gonna get them from under the earth. He put his word on that. And when I was praying, and Aharon and her was holding y'all's name up, and they had the victory, he called that place the altar, the place of sacrifice. Not no church where you go on your knees. He didn't call Yah this. He called that place of sacrifice where most I receive you for that atonement to give you that shalom. That mincha, he called that Yahuwah Nisi. A banner of victory. But you got to see, what he, he, it, it, it took him with his hand. As long as, as long as Moses had his hands up, he had the victory. He was in surrender. He was praying. And when his friends saw his arms too heavy, they provided, their faith hit them as well by them doing what? By them bringing him a rock to sit on. And them get on each side, holding up his arms. And we need to take that lesson to intercede for each other. See when the other one needs our help. And when we see our brothers in the battle, pray for them so they can't have the victory. Most of our folks lose because we don't pray for nobody. We say we're going to pray for them, but we don't. I'm going to pray for you, baby. How about when they come to you, instead of you telling me you're going to pray for them, pray for them right there. But why you got to be ashamed? If, you, if, if this is your lifestyle, you talk to folks. 
If you could take time and say, hey, how you doing, Marshall? Girl, I heard you was going to make it. You already spent time with her. Why all of a sudden now you didn't got in a hurry? <laughs> what? You know, think about that. But we be so deep, man, so religious, that we forget, we fail to understand the commandment says to do what? Love. And how do you think you make that person feel by you telling them that? I'm going to pray for you. That don't bring no hope. They told you that. They, they don't know what you've done. But if you talk on say, let's pray right now and begin to do that, then that's showing that person, that gives them hope. That break, the, the scripture says hope deferred at the heart what? And most I don't want nobody sick. But when the desire comes like a tree of life, people need prayer. You learn, learn how to humble yourself and do that and quit being so long religious that, that, that folk just don't make it. Anyway, it said, um, and Moses said to Joshua, choose uh, out men and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of Yah in my hand. And Joshua did so to, to him. And he fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And it came to pass that Moses held up his hand. And Israel did what? Prevail. That's to teach us a lesson. He said, I sound like this. Why they're fighting a real war? They had that to Oh, come on, y'all. No, they're killing people. And then Moses don't, and when Moses' arms, and when Moses arms started uh, to go down, folks either got beat up or got killed. There's in a war, so praying ain't no, praying ain't no laughing matter, and it's definitely nothing to be taken lightly. And when you don't pray for folks, you hurting yourself and them. Yeah, look at this. It says that when, when he let down his hands, who prevailed? Exactly. But Moses' hand was heavy. It took a stone, put it under him, and set thereon. Aharon and her stayed up his hands, and the one on the one side, and the one on the other side, and his hand was steady until the going down of the sun. They was praying, Jack, and Yahushua discomforted Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. And look at here. And Yahuwah said unto Moshe, write this for a memorial in a sephar or a sephar or in a book, or and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua. For I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under the heaven. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it Yahuwah Nisi. So who, who, who he called Yahuwah Nisi? Altar of Yah. Right. So see, see, see but, but everybody in there was Yahuwah my provider. Show me in the Bible where most Abraham called Yah, Yahuwah Yahuwah. The name of this place was called Yahuwah Yerah. You know what I mean in Hebrew? The name of this place is called Yahuwah Sees. And he provides only for those who have faith. Not because you just that. Yeah, you get nothing from the Most High. The, the, what James said, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Let that man know that he, he, he won't get nothing from the Most High. And guess what James was talking about? Faith. So, you know, but you would never know that if you don't read the Torah. Faith without which is dead. What was Abraham the father of what? Faith. What are we talking about? So, you know, we got to learn how to break things into the proper context so that people can really see. Quit, quit trying to be deep religious. Man, and we need to grow up and start being obedient. All of us. Yeah, we'd be living wrong, selfish, bad, intense because we wanted it about us. We don't know how to humble ourselves. We forgot the mystery. Give, love others, become selfless. 
That's how y'all blesses you. Not you just think about you and your own problems. No, we all go through things. But if we learn how to pray for each other and get our focus off our problems, our, ourselves, and pray for somebody in that situation, what they're dealing with, what they're going through, most I respond to you too. I've learned that. And I'm still learning that. So I'm just giving y'all food for thought. And so Moses built the altar. And he called that place Yahuwah Nisi. Why? For he said, because Yahuwah have sworn that Yahuwah will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. So the most high gonna defend his people. But you know, so that that, that that's it. That's just our review, you all, from um what we've learned so far. You know. Because we need to, man, goodness gracious. What is that? Goodness gracious. What am I saying? Goodness gracious. Man, you know, we got something wrong with us, y'all. Most high do something, and we'll forget about it the next trial that comes. So today, I'm finish. We're going to learn about Moses. I'm going to let you see Moses, why he did what he did, and how close he was with y'all. And he, he incorporated in his life. You know what I'm saying? It said, the scripture said in Exodus 33, the most, the, the most she spoke to y'all face to face. As a man speak to his friend. He saw the phantom of to the shape of y'all and heard his voice audibly. Now, I ain't trying to be deep or spooky to scare nobody off. I've heard the voice of angels talk to me out, out loud. I ain't never heard the voice of most I speak out loud. I can bear witness on two occasions that I heard the voice of the angel talk to me out loud. My wife can bear witness. One time in 1998, my wife's mama had passed, had gotten sick, had a stroke, was in the hospital. And when her brother didn't put up in the driveway, the most, an angel spoke to me and said, they finna come in the house and fight you. And we, I ain't never had a problem. We ain't never had no crosswords, never had no, no problem ever. And I went and told my wife was my girlfriend at that time. I said, God, I said, God, them day. I said, God said, they're finna come in the house to fight me. She said, no, they ain't. I said, God just said they finna come in the house to fight me. I'm telling you. So she said, well, sit beside me. So I sit on the couch beside her. When they came in the house, her brother walked in and said, what's up, Carrie? Smacked me. Bah! Right there on the spot. Yeah. Then one time we was in Georgia. And my former, my former pastor had got him to start speaking in, in you know, other languages. But I don't know if I spoke Eastern, but the most I told me they're in the conference to the front. And when I go up there and say this, I went and say, he said, I told my wife that they're in the conference to the front to go prophesy. She looked at me and said, no, nah, I know they ain't. What happened, uh, Lady Battle? They probably, I said, are you sure? Yeah, are you sure? Well, no, they ain't. Yeah. Did they do it? Yes. Yeah. I said, stop gossiping, stop backbiting, stop committing adultery. That's heavy. So, so the Most High does speak. He speaks to all of us. We just got to learn how to have a prayer life and learn how to discern. And him speaking to you don't make you deep to nobody. It's just him talking to you. If you learn how to be still, he will speak, but you can't walk in fear neither. So, you know, we got to learn how to grow up a little bit, y'all, to do better in our lives. So, anyway, we're on Exodus uh, 18, beginning at verse 1. Y'all ready? Let's go for the gusto. And when ye throw the priest of Midian, Moses' father-in-law, heard of all that Yahuwah or Elohim had done. Oh, excuse me. Which, can you hear something you going to say before I start reading? Uh, about, like, 
like getting up early right in the morning. Mm-hmm. You're not wanting to do that type of stuff. You're not wanting to wake up earlier. You're not wanting to, you're not feeling like reading or feeling like praying is your flesh. Mm. You have to learn how to distinguish between the spirit and your flesh. Right. And when you're getting up in the morning, you need to remove your flesh and do what you got to do. Right. It's important that you pray even if you don't feel like it. Right. Yes. And it's important that you talk about stuff you deal with. That's why I said in the morning times, you know, uh, you get your mind clear. Sometimes we go up in our mind, just being transparent. Man, we up in his mind, wife won't work up in her mind. You you done had a dream, your husband and watch him cheated on you. Now you woke up mad. It's a dream. It don't even mean that y'all speaking it to you. Even Ecclesiastes said, don't give regard to dreams. This is y'all. And how do you know it's y'all? By you doing what? Praying. Not but you, yes, not you, oh man, you cheating on me, the most high show, man, we've been sleeping all night long. And then you, I wake up, my light on my phone, you think I'm doing something. Man, what the Sam Houston going on with you? Because stuff's coming in your mind. You think, man, somebody talking about me. You can tell, I'm, 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 we all learn, all of us are the same way. It ain't just me being deep. We can tell when folks don't pray. You always focus on people talking about what folks are gonna say. Your mind's surrounded by everything down here. And then the adversary come through these churches and be lying to you, telling you you're so heavenly minded, you're no earthly good. That's tomfoolery. If you're heavenly minded, you're full of wisdom. So you should succeed well on the earth. You're so fleshly minded, you know heavenly good. See that thing about it is they say that to excuse they sin. <laughs> what we call a faith of robbing phrase. <laughs> yeah, so people be playing. Shucks. When Jethro, the priest of Miriam, Moses' father-in-law, heard all that Elohim had done for uh, Israel, his people, and, the, and Yahuwah brought Israel out of Egypt. Then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took Zipporah, Moses' wife, after he had sent her back. And, and her two sons, of which the name of one Y'all listen to these now. The name of one was called Gershom, for he said, I have been an alien in a strange land. And the name of the other was called Eleazar, for Yahuwah, the heir of my father, said, said he was mine help and delivered me from the sword of Pharaoh. And Yethro, Moses' father-in-law, came with his son and wife unto Moses in the wilderness where he encamped at the Mount of Elohim. And he said unto Moshe, I, thy father-in-law, ye throw him come unto thee, and thy wife and her, and her two sons with her. And Moshe went out to meet his father-in-law and did ambiance and kissed him. And they asked each other of their welfare. And they came into the tent. And Moshe told his father-in-law all that Yahuwah had done unto Pharaoh and to the Egyptians for Israel's sake, and all that travailed and all that traveled that had come upon them by the way, and how Yahuwah had delivered them. And Yithro rejoiced for all the goodness which Yahuwah had which, which Yahuwah had done to Israel, whom he had delivered out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Yithro said, Blessed be Yahuwah, who, who have delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of Pharaoh, who have delivered the people from under the heavens of the excuse, under the hand of the Egyptians. Now I know that Yahuwah is greater than all the else for, for in the thing wherein they dealt proudly, he was above them. 
And Yithro, Moses' father-in-law, took a burnt offering and sacrifices for Elohim and Aharon and all the elders of Israel to eat bread with Moshe, Moshe's father-in-law before Yah, before Elohim. And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses sat to judge the people. And the people stood by Moses from morning until the evening. And when Moses' father-in-law saw, saw all that he did to the people, he said, what is this thing that thou doest to the people? Why sittest thou thyself alone? And all the people stand by, by thee from the morning unto evening. And Moses said unto his father-in-law, because the people come unto me to inquire of Elohim. And when they have a matter, they come unto me, and I judge between one and another. And I do make them know the statutes of Elohim and his Torah. And Moshe, or his Mishpatim, his Torah. And Moshe, uh, and Moshe's father-in-law said unto him, the thing that thou doest is not good. Thou wilt surely wear away both thou, and then, I don't know how I'm trying to say how all these pastors trying to do about it. Thou wilt surely wear away both thou and this people that is with thee. For this thing is too heavy for thee. Thou art not able to perform it thyself alone. Hearken now unto my voice, and I will give thee counsel, and Elohim shall be with thee. Be thou for the people to, to Godward, that thou mayest bring the causes unto Elohim. And thou shalt teach them ordinances to Torahs, to Torah, and shall show them the way wherein they must walk and the work that they must do. Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people able men, such as fear Yah, men of truth, Elohim, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands and rulers of hundreds and rulers of fifties and rulers of ten. And let them judge the people at all seasons. And it shall be that every great matter they shall bring unto thee, but every small matter they shall judge. So shall it be easier for thyself, and, and they shall bear the burden with thee. If thou shalt do this thing, and, Elo, and, and Elohim, com Elohim command thee, so then shall I be able to endure all that this people shall also, all this people shall also go to their place in peace. And Moses hearkened. He did what? He shema to the voice of his father-in-law and did all that he said. And Moses chose able men out of all Israel and made them heads over the people, rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of 50, and rulers of tens. And they judged the people at all seasons, and they judged and they judged the people at all seasons, the hard causes they brought unto Moses. But every small matter they judged themselves. And Moshe let, the father, let his father-in-law depart, and he went his way into his own land. Now, this next, this next time I want y'all to see Moses and Yah's relationship as him being his father, how you gonna respond to him. In the third month, when the children of Israel were going forth out of the land of Egypt, the same day came they came they into the wilderness of Sinai, for they were departed from Rephidim, and were come to the desert of Sinai, and had pitched in the wilderness, and there Israel kept before the mount. And Moses went up unto Elohim, and Yahuwah called him out of the mountain, saying, Thus shalt thou say to the house of Yaquab, and tell the children of Israel, Ye have seen what I did unto the Egyptians, 
how I bear you on eagle's wings. Yes, they won't. The eagle, yeah. and, and brought you unto myself. Now, therefore, if you would obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then you shall be a peculiar treasure. Y'all hearing this? Uh, you should be a, this is to us, a peculiar treasure unto me above all people. For all the earth is mine, and ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a set-apart nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. And Moshe came and called for the elders of the people and laid before their faces all these words which Yahuwah commanded him. And all the people answered together and said, and said, all that Yahuwah has spoken, we would do. And Moshe returned the words of the people to Yahuwah. Man, this is serious. And Yahuwah said unto Moshe, Lo, I, am co I come unto thee in a thick cloud, that the people may hear when I speak with thee, and believe thee forever. And Moses told them, told the words of the people unto Yahuwah. And Yahuwah said unto Moshe, Go unto the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their clothes. And be ready against the third day. For the third day, Yahuwah will come in the sight of all the people upon Mount Sinai. And thou shalt set bounds unto the people round about, saying, Take heed to thyself, that you go not up, up, up that you go not up unto the into, into the mount or touch the border of it, border of it. Whosoever touches it, the mount shall be should have put to death. Thou shalt no hand, thou shalt not and hand touch it. But he shall surely be stoned. But he shall surely be stoned. But he uh, or shot through. Let me show what arrows. They ain't had no guns. <laughs> Whether it be beast or man, that means somebody going to kill you. Touch that thing. Whether it be beast or man, it shall not live because they're not set apart. But yeah, he is. They're not like him yet. When the trumpet sounded, they, they get ready to go to a covenant. When the trumpet sounded. They shall come upon the mount. And Moshe went down from the mount unto the people and sanctified the people, and they washed their clothes. And he said unto the people, Be ready against the third day. Come not at come not at your wives. And it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud upon the mount, and the voice of the trumpet exceedingly loud. And all the people that were in, that was in the camp trembled. And Moses brought forth the people out of the camp to meet with Elohim. And they stood at the nether part of the mount. And, and Mount Sinai was all together on a smoke because Yahuwah descended upon it in the fire. And the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace and the whole mount quaked greatly. And when the voice of the trumpet sounded long and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake. And Elohim answered him by, by voice. Mm. My wife had a message one time called the spirit behind the voice. And Yahuwah came down upon the Mount Sinai on the top of the mount. And Yahuwah called Moses up to the mountain and Moses went up. And the people said unto Moses, go down, charge, excuse me. And Yahuwah said unto Moses, go down, charge the people, lest they break through uh, unto Yahuwah the gaze and many of, the, of them perish. And that the priest also was come near so Yahuwah sanctified themselves, unless Yahuwah brave forth upon them. Now, now that, that's the father talking, right? Look at the son. And Moses said unto Yahuwah, the people cannot come up to the mountain of Sinai without charges us saying, set bounds 
about the mount and sanctified. <laughs> you think you know it on it. And Yahuwah said unto him, Away, get thee down. The dead man, go, I do what I told you to do. And away, get thee down, and thou shalt come up, thou and Aharon with thee. But let not the priests and the people break forth to come up until Yahuwah, lest he break forth upon them. You need to correct him. And, and we think correction is bad. Mm. And Moses went down. Christian is always beneficial to help us. And Moses went down unto the people and spake unto them. Hallelujah. And Elohim spake all these words, saying, saying I am Yahuwah, thy, El, thy Elohim, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, Misraim, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other Elohim before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or anything or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shouldn't have no crosses, no fish symbols, and no doves flying in the air. That's an idolatry. And Christianity, Christianity is idolatry. The Torah states don't do this. The Torah states don't do this. Our opinion don't matter. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them. You can't fall to no foot of the cross. And you can't meet them there neither. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them. Nor serve them. For I, Yahuwah, thy El, am a jealous El. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children. Unto the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. Or disobey me. And showing mercy to the thousands of them that love me. Or obey me. And guard, shamar, keep and defend my commandments. Thou shalt not take, uh, take the name of Yahuwah the Elohim in vain. For Yahuwah will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember, let me, let me, let me pause right here because the most high speaking to me. While I, and I got to say a few things. So I might as well go ahead and say it now. So remember this. I got a phone call yesterday from my uncle. And, I, and he mad. I'm, he probably mad at me. He probably on the Zoom YouTube looking. But he, he got mad because he called me yesterday with a wicked motive and deceit in his heart. He wants to take off on the Shabbat because he just don't want to work on the Shabbat. But he don't want to honor Shabbat. So he called wanting to get a, 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 a letter or how to get a letter filled out. So it's like, that's why it's good to listen. So as I listened to him, Most High discerned that he was just trying to get off on Shabbat to get off on Shabbat. So the Most High warned him. He said, don't take off on Shabbat just to be off. If you're going to take off on the Shabbat, you need to honor the Shabbat. I said, because y'all said he gonna, he'll get you if you do that, try to use his name for selfish gain. You shouldn't take y'all's name in vain. Because y'all not going to hold you guiltless to take his name in vain. And this can result even in your death. His voice, the tone of his voice changed. And he 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 said he, he like he talk to me later. But the thing is, y'all we gotta remember this. So y'all who, who you if you fornicate, adultery, you living in sin, talking crazy to your husband, your wife living in sin, and you name the name of y'all, you better take heed to the scripture right here. Remember the Shabbat. The, the, I'm talking about verse seven. Remember the Shabbat to keep it set apart. Six days shall you labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Shabbat of Yahuwah thy El. In it thou shalt not do any work. Thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, uh, that, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. 
For in six days Yahuwah made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore Yahuwah blessed the, the Sabbath, and he set it apart. He hollowed it. That means Kadosh or Kadesh. He set it apart. That's what hollowed means. Your name is set apart. Sanctified. Set apart. Holy. You know. So. Um. So this is a this is a set of, you know I mean he, he, he's a man I, I know the Saturday Sabbath man but you working on Saturday now we ain't talking about doctors and people who help people it's always good to do good on the Shabbat that's fulfilling the commandment of the Most High that's John chapter number seven when Mashiach was talking about circumcising the man on the Shabbat he said y'all do it in uh to, to fulfill the commands of Yah because he healed a man on the Sabbath the man that was in the pool that that, that, that was um you know uh. Lay for 38 years. And the most high don't want the doctor taking off and let somebody die up in the hospital because ain't nobody there on the Sabbath and they sick. Don't be foolish. Don't be foolish. So, you know, but, but people bring the scripture out of the just by themselves. But being a doctor or a nurse, helping uh, sick people has nothing to do with you working in the plant. Burger King. You know, that, that's a different situation. So anyway, so, you know, but yeah, if, if y'all up for debate on that, you know, one day, hey, feel free. Uh, Exodus 12, 20. Under thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long, uh, long upon the land which Yahuwah thy El giveth thee. I, 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 I am. Thou shalt not murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Now, you know, I heard a man say one something about, about Christianity, and even though Christianity is idolatry, these certain called folks say they love Yah, but the divorce rate of Christianity is higher than the world. I'm trying to figure out if y'all do. Y'all sit in the world. Because y'all come in, I mean, think about that. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbors. Jeffrey just told me, find men that don't do what? Before he gave the Torah. Y'all let him say that. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. All the all the people saw thunderings and lightnings and the noise of the trumpet. And y'all got to find out why they saw this. They wanted to not see this, and you got to see the reason. So you got to learn how to embrace this. And all the people saw the thunderings and the lightnings and the noise of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. They need to see it. We ought to see it. And when the people saw it, they removed and stood afar off. And they said unto Moses, speak thou with us. And we were here, but let not Elohim speak with us, lest we die. But it what Moses said. And Moses said to the people, fear not, <laughs> for Elohim has come to prove you that, 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 and that his fear may be above your face, before your faces, as you see and not. So we don't be afraid of nobody. You can't tell me you're in the truth if you're scared of people. I'm scared of none. I ain't scared of nobody. I, 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 I name names. I don't care nothing about that. <laughs> because they get mad, but they can't debunk the truth because it is what it is. And it's funny how the names I name, none of them have ever called me yet. Right. Yeah, because it's still the truth. And I, and I love them, and I don't have no grudges, not an unforgiveness, not in bitterness. Tell the truth because we're supposed to. I don't teach my children to lie on me. I tell my friends, you call my kids anything. They tell the truth. I don't go with, I don't deal with no embarrassment. That's a choice. 
Do I tell you a lie for me? No, tell the truth, period. Do I give on you for telling the truth about what I do? What I did wrong or right? Speak up, they gotta hear you. Okay. Y'all should get here, they can't see that. Because tell the truth. That's what you're supposed to do. Even if it costs your life. Quit talking, I don't want to offend nobody. That's your flesh. Ain't no such thing as tough love. Ain't no such thing as brutal and honest. How is love tough? How is honest brutal? Brutal and love, honest don't even go together. Brutal means to pain, brain pain, hurt. Something drastic. So me telling you the truth is brutal and honest? No, me telling you the truth is to help you. We say that as a ploy for the adversary to spare folks' feelings. That's deceiving. If you love somebody, they receive it. Scripture say, rebuke a wise man. Correct the wise man, and he'll love you. Food despise wisdom and instruction. It also says that wisdom is too high for a fool. And you should understand that based on how you read. So if you see them acting fool by telling the truth, listen to what they got to say. If you know it ain't profitable, learn to walk away. And Moses said unto the people, fear not. The Elohim has come to prove to you that you that his fear may be before your faces and you seeing not. And the people stood afar off and Moses drew near unto the thick darkness where Elohim was. Now Moses, Mo, Moses drew where? Near. And what did other folks do? Wow. And there's something. Mm-hmm. And, and Elohim said unto Moshe, thus shall I say unto the children of Israel, you have, you have, it's the like, man, you have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. This is why Christianity is, is idolatry. And they don't even read the Bible. I, I feel so sad for some of these pastors. And I feel so sad for our people as a whole because we are stiff-necked people. And instead of us getting past ourselves to really help folk, we stay in the same spot. And we're deceived by finance. We, the deceitful, when you read Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Mashiach talks about the parable of the sowing the seed, the good ground. He deals with the stony ground. And he said, because of the deceitfulness of riches, they become unfruitful. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. We become unfruitful. We look at it from the wrong perspective. We're looking at money, material. Well, he's talking about fruit, talking about love, joy, temperance, meekness. He's talking about how you're supposed to live for y'all. See, our goal is never to, to, to seek for anything natural. Our goal is to live for the most high. If we do that, he'll bless us. He'll give you witty inventions. It's him to give you the power to get wealth. Mashiach says, seek ye first the kingdom of Yah. That means just live for him. You ain't got to worry about nothing. I'm learning that. I've learned that. I haven't had a job from a man since November last year. I got fired off my job for obeying the feast. I haven't lost anything. My household is not behind. I haven't had the money to pay it. But somehow every month, the most I provides. Prove y'all. Just step out there on your faith. Trust him. Obey what he said. I'm here work here, man. He'll do it for you. You shall not make with you any gods of silver. Neither make ye unto you any gods of gold. An altar, an altar of earth. Not a, not 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 a steps. An altar of earth thou shalt make unto you, unto me. And that shall sacrifice thereon. Thy burnt offerings and thy peace offerings, thy sheep and thy oxen, 
in all places where, where, where I record my name, I will come unto thee and I will bless thee where I record my name. How will you record it? If, and if thou shalt make me an altar of stone, thou shalt not build it of hewn stone. For if thou will lift up thy tool upon it, thou hast polluted it. So the natural things that y'all make is way better than what we build. We deceive. We think Solomon look good. But Mashiach said, even a little of the field is, is more ready than Solomon. We got to re retrain our thought process, our mind, the way we think. Neither shall thou go up by, by thy steps unto my altar, that thy nakedness be not discovered thereon. Then, you know, when, when, you, when, you, when you read the scripture, Lot chose the city. What did Abraham choose? The country, the, the, yeah, we 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 grew up to the seat of the lights. Ooh, I want to do that. Can I work for you? I'm doing the wrong thing. Yeah, can I work for you? How about work for you? How about work for y'all? Start your own business and help other folks. Still letting a man limit to you what you can make. Can I do for you? Isaiah 61, one through six. The spirit of you, Adonai Yahuwah, is upon me because Yahuwah has anointed me to teach, uh, to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to the are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of Yahuwah, and the day of vengeance of our Elohim, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of Yahuwah, that he might be esteemed. Mm -hmm. And they shall build the old waste, they shall raise up the former desolation, and they shall repair the waste cities, the desolation of many generations. And strangers shall stand and feed your flocks, and the sons of the alien shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. But you shall be named the Kohanim of Yahuwah, Men shall you, or priest, men shall you call the ministers, men shall call you the ministers of our Elohim. You shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their esteem shall you boast yourselves. Man, we're going to, this is going to be a good Torah portion. We're going to Luke. Because we're going to cut the most, because the, the most I'm going to bring out some stuff today is going to blow your mind, y'all. A better, a better understanding on, on uh, the scripture. Luke what? Four. Four. Luke 4 and what? I, I just see if y'all was looking. 16 to 30. No. Okay. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath. Now, hold on. Wait a minute. As what now? Custom. As, as he, what he did. What, what's a custom? Way of life. Yeah. Way of life, so you do all the time, part of your life, part of your style. He went to the synagogue on the Sabbath. Wow. And he did this as a custom to worship y'all. We go to the synagogue on a Sunday. Well, not not, not us. <laughs> and they go to church on a Sunday. Uh, he went into the synagogue on the, on the Sabbath day. And stood up for and stood up for to read, 
And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And he and when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of Yahuwah is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel or good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach to preach the acceptable year of Yahuwah. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister, and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. Mm. And he began to say unto them, this day is this day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. And all bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is not this Joseph's son? And he said unto them, Yea, will surely say unto me, The proverb, Physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have heard do in Capernaum. Capernaum. Do also here in thy country. And he said, Verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you of a truth. Many widows were in Israel in the day of Elias, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when great famine was throughout all the land. But unto none of them was Elias sent, save unto Sarepta a city of Sidon, or Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisus, the prophet, and none of them were, and none of them was cleansed, saving Naaman, the Syrian, or Syrian. And all they in the synagogue, when they heard these things, were filled with wrath, and rose up, and thrust him out of the city, and led him unto the unto the brow of the hill whereon their city was built, that they might cast him down headlong. But he passed him through the midst of them went his way. Right, because he he gave them Torah. Yeah, he said, that's me. The word, you the who? They didn't want to hear. They didn't want to hear tell Moses to get rid of it, if they get rid of it. <laughs> So let's go ahead. Let, 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 let's dig in. Anybody got any questions so far? What we've just discussed and read so far before we start? I do. Go ahead. Um, I can't remember what chapter. But it was talking about judging the people. Yes, and I don't. I don't know. If it was 18, 19. Eighteen. One of them. But when it was talking about judge the people, can mm. you give a better explanation on? Right. What they were judged. I mean, because I know I have an understanding. What they were doing? Yes. Okay. Because I know judging from the world standpoint is like casting down or speaking bad down on people. Or as you something. Yes. So can you give a understanding of what the scripture is meaning as far as judging? People? I will. We said only God can Tupac yeah. with that doctrine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, why, 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 why we just the Tupac doctrine? Because you know he ain't gonna get doctor. We get on it. He, I mean, he was, he, I don't get wrong with that, park and float. But, well, he doesn't want to see here. Well, he had a little smooth some lyrics. He, Tupac was a fool. He was, he dead right now. Yeah. 
Thug Life, Thug Life. Yeah. He he was a man in pain. Yeah. He is mission man was he was beyond the time, timeless, but still. <laughs> so, so yeah. So Moses, Jethro, Mo, Moses started out coming in. We remember that Moses sent his wife back. Right. The most I had first called him because uh when he had called him, um when I was on the way, he she the most high of appeared to kill Moses because Moses didn't circumcise his son. So she went over that circumcised her son and threw the meat on Moses and caught the bloody man. So he is, I guess they had to stay, I guess for him to heal and have time to be able to get himself together. You know what I'm saying? So now they come back. So Jethro and Moses followed out took Zipporah, Moses' wife, after he, after he had sent her back. He sent her back. And her two sons, of whom one of whom the one name was Gershom, for he said, I have been an alien in a strange land. So one name was Gershom, and he, na he named this son right here because what he was. He was he, he was a alien in a strange land. So the word Gershom means refugee. So the, word, the, the Hebrew language is a concrete language. So most people name their children or places based on experiences. So Moses named this place, named his son because of his deliverance, refugee. Now look at this, uh, verse four says this, and the name of the other was called Eleazar. For Elohim of my father said, now listen, he said what? He said he, so this right, this, this son right here was named by faith off of a relationship because they had a conversation. So he said, and the name of the other son was Eleazar, for Elohim of my father said he was mine help and delivered me from the sword of Pharaoh. That's why Eliezer's name was there. Now, what was the word? Say that. Uh, as Ezer, you know, which means help. Right. So Eliezer or Eliezer means Yah is my help or Elohim is my right. help. Right. So that Yah is his help. Yeah. That's where, they, that's where that comes from. So this is a faith. This right here, you all, is for us to learn from. This is a nugget. This is this this one of them uh, uh, grapes. Or well, I like oatmeal with some grapes in them. I like uh, and you uh, that's me with a little, with a little, little brown sugar, little cinnamon. And my oatmeal will be with some grapes or some or some raisins. But you're eating oatmeal, y'all, it's hot too, and you're eating the raisins. And you're eating the good when you're eating oatmeal, but once you mm, get that little raisin, you want the raisin. Raisin tastes good and warm too. That's just me. That's what kind of nugget we just ate. We got the, we got the raisin up. Mm. <laughs> for you to understand that the most high can be your help. That's in there for a reason for us to, for us to be able to put our dependence upon the most high. And to be able to, 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 to respond to his words based on what he tells us. And the just are to live by faith. And so Moses incorporated that with his family by naming his son Eleazar because of what Yah told him. And Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, came with his sons and his wife and said unto Moses in the wilderness, where is he encamped at the Mount of Elohim? And he said to Moses, I, thy father-in-law, 
Because he said, I'll follow along, come unto thee. Let's, let's look at some, because it looked like he sent, sent him a message. And, and Jethro followed along, came unto his sons, and his wife unto and his wife unto Moses, came with his sons and his wife unto Moses, and in, into the wilderness, where he encamped at the Mount of Elohim. And he said unto Moses, I, thy father-in-law Jethro, am come unto thee, and thy wife, and her two sons with her. And Moses went out. So, so it was a message that was sent to him, I think. And Moses went out to meet his father-in-law in ambiance and kissed him. And, and obeisance. And kissed him. And they asked each other of their welfare, and they came into the tent. And I want to bring that and we get your Christian to come in. And I want to bring that out because the scripture, the scripture clearly tells us to honor your father and your mother. But we don't know how to do that for real. Many of us don't. I see a lot of young people always talking crazy about older folks and you know to get disrespectful, you know what I'm saying? And and and, and uh even you know young parents. I was gonna say back, get a bad attitude, man. The most high teaches you lesson. Older people to live longer than you. Period. They got more wisdom than you. Anybody 10 years old, automatically know more than you. See, we deceive the thing that our academic uh understanding is knowing more than somebody. You know what I'm saying? Learning how to do engineering, learn how to do theater, learn how to do pest control, learn how to do whatever you do. But I'm talking about from a place of wisdom, a place of someone who's lived longer than you, who's put time on this earth, who's been through way more than you went through. And then even when you was in this world, you couldn't realize when you done many times you peed in, boo-booed on yourself, Shanice, somebody changed your diaper. Unless you have an understanding that, guess what? your diaper was being changed. And while you was in this world, sleep on that whole pillow that your parent laid their head on. You was in the world of comfort, surrounded by somebody taking care of you, which you don't even take care of yourself. So we need to honor our father and our mother who has done for us when you didn't have an understanding that you was even on the planet. You probably didn't realize many of y'all can't even think back when you was a kid. So you probably didn't have an understanding that you was alive till you was a certain age, seven, eight, Five, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 you didn't know nothing about being two and three. Some folks, some can't remember that far back. Some can't. But guess what? When you was born, who remember that? Because they do. They was there every step of the way. I saw my kids born out the womb. Yeah. I cut the middle course and everything. Grandchildren, too. So one, I let my daddy ask me, can we cut my, my last grandbabies? My, no, Tova, my daughter's grandbabies. Ruth's baby. They been recording. Me thinking we be back together. Tightness. I let him do it. <laughs> We ain't seen him about one time seen a couple of years ago. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, um, but I still love him. So it's, it, it honored him and respected him. And all the young and kissed him and they asked each other. So Moses' father-in-law, Moses came and bowed himself down to his father-in-law. Hey, how you doing? Make sure he was good, took care of him. We think there's something wrong with that. That's a, sir, you a do boy. This is, because that's how, that's how the world, because that's how the world portrays that. The world portrays humility as weakness. The world portrays, you know, I'm trying to say how you treat your parents as you being weak. They can't hold you. I hear many people tell me, well, you, can, you, you can't hold them back. You didn't let them go free. Somebody told my oldest daughter that at 18 years old, she went rebellious for almost 10 years. Almost ruined her life telling her she was grown. Man, you being grown and having hair, all your, all your private parts, and you growing breasts or, you, your, or your testicle drop don't make you grown. Your voice getting deep. 
You smell it, your piss behind your ear, whatever they want to say, you smell it, don't make you grown. You 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 just going through change in life. What makes you grown is your mindset, maturity, learning how to be the better of your mind. Paul said, when I was a child, I did what? Thought like one. Yeah, you did childish thing. But when you came a man, go what you did. Yeah, you begin to understand like a man understands. So you don't act foolish and, and, and have tipper tantrums, beat your wife, talk crazy to your, you know, saying your family. And you definitely don't shake your boot like you're a woman because men don't dance like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the thing about it is, we need to understand the reality. You know what I'm saying? Of how the adversary is trying to kill us. You know what I'm saying? Instead, instead of us being religious, see it for real. So now he showed uh, he, he showed uh, omnience to his father-in-law. He bowed to him. He made sure he was well done. How children should honor their parents. How my parents should honor me. Um, excuse me. How my children should honor me. How I should honor my mother. And my father, my stepfather, I, I, we, and I got, and I, and I got to be the first to admit, I need to do better. I'm working on it, and I'm doing better, but I need to do better. You know what I'm saying? It's because we know better, we do what? We do better. So just go ahead, right there. So I got a question and a comment. Okay. What is the basics? Really and then two, a lot of. Uh, Hold on, push pause. I forget your question. Let's answer this first. So, uh, so obey is it's the Hebrew uh, uh, excuse me. obeisance. It's the Hebrew word shakar. It means it means to, uh, it's the root word to the prayer, but it means to prostrate. You know, to humble yourself to give homage to. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You're supposed to. That's supposed to be your culture to humble about, not to your spiritual father and mother, because the scripture don't say that. You don't bow to your pastors. They are the same. And you don't put your pastors on the same level as your parents at all in no capacity whatsoever any man tells you that is a false prophet and he can't see he cannot show you in the scripture where it says that you're supposed to have spiritual parents above your father and your mother the torah the 10 words say honor your father and your mother you don't say nothing about your spiritual parents you know the torah don't even bring up shepherds pastors so anyway, it also tells you fear every man is mother and father. In Leviticus 19 chapter. That was Yahweh. Right. And that makes you set apart. So anyway, we're gonna do our work our message today. <laughs> that was good. Go, go, go to your next, your next comment. Wow. Yeah. Um, but my comment is about honoring your father and your mother. Mm -hmm. See, some people I I've come across a lot of people and I have a conversation with them, and they're like, well. I'm supposed to be able to do what I want to do, or I need space, or this is my room, this is my stuff, you know, or you don't like what they're saying, or your parents are wrong. That does not give you an excuse to ever be disrespectful, ever. Right. You still remain in honoring and being respectful. That's where a lot of people, especially in this day and age, err. As you said, you wouldn't even be alive or even have understand that you do have if it wasn't for your parents y'all are not equal you do not have the same say so your right. word does not mean what they were your word don't carry that way it doesn't carry the same way because they just live longer than you in general so that's that's an extent to that that don't mean when you get mad that you say something disrespectful or i don't want to talk about this well you gotta have something to say back right you don't say i don't want to talk about this right now or, 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 you, you, or you don't so. you don't you don't get out of that attitude like mm, all that you, you show right. respect. Who's paying for who's paying for the house you stay in? 
Mm. Or if you're in school, who's paying for your stuff? Even if you're paying part of it, you're not paying all of it. You're not taking care of yourself. They're mm-hmm. taking care of you. You got a job a year ago. You came eligible two years ago. So you <laughs> always maintain and keep the respect that you have. Right. I mean, not 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 talk foolishness. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and 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 disrespect. You're right, my dear Malachi. I agree. Praise y'all. Anyone else have anything they want to bring out? Yes. Say, go ahead. Let me it talks about you know honoring, uh, especially with children or yeah, children being in their especially being in their parents' houses, you know, past eighteen. Because a lot of people, the society that we live in, has trained, especially black people. That you grown when you're 18, you can live in your parents' house. But in reality, that's not true. Because I was in college at 18, shoot. College was hard. I was coming home homesick. Because <laughs> you're thinking, dang, being an adult is not as easy as you think. You got to learn how to be diligent. You got to learn how not to be lazy. Who you going to learn from, yourself? No. You got people that's teaching you. And then you got to also take that, take that, take into account that, man, they've been helping me all these years of my life. So when you go to college, you should get a better understanding of, man, this is what my parents have been going through for blase blase many years i'm just 18 i'm just at the tip of the iceberg so you gotta understand that you ain't, you ain't at the tip you still at the best of the mountain <laughs> in the grass <laughs> walking through the trees that's, that's why i said the tip of the iceberg because you don't see how, how big everything actually is at right the right you just see what it looked like on top how you know, oh man, you be grown up, be on your own, have money. But at the bottom, man, you got bills, you got to be responsible. You got to be able to take care of, if you're a man, you got to be able to take care of your family. You got to put those childish things behind you. You have to be able to grow up. And without your parents, father and mother, you won't be able to do that. And without that honor there, you won't be able to accomplish it the way you want to accomplish it. Yeah, you can have those dreams, but you have to honor your parents first. Because if you honor your parents, then that means you know how to treat anybody else. Because those are the two most vital people in your life because of the most I made a promise from that commandment, those are some of the most vital people in your life. So when you learn how to honor them properly, everything in your life will go right. And guess what? You got to go through a proven process. It's going to be tough. Yeah, your mom and daddy going to say stuff that you may not like it. But guess what? When you learn how to shake it off and still keep your attitude right, it'll be better. You'll understand in the long run, man, okay, it ain't going to be like this all my life. I know I ain't going to be in my parents' house. It when I'm 35 years old. I know I just got to learn how to be a man. I know I got to learn how to be a young woman. I know I got to learn how to be diligent so that when I do go on my own, I'm straight. I'm set. Instead of dishonoring them right now, then you go out all willy-nilly and you mess up, got to come back humble because, dang, mom and daddy, I messed up with it from the first time. You can listen. And it's better to just listen the first time because that coming back don't always feel good. And you get can to save the, yourself from that. And get the, get the lesson. And this, this this is my first message. My my first message I ever preached, uh, Luke fifteen, the prodigal son. Get that lesson. He he didn't honor his father. He went and spent his money. He, he basically told his father, "You as good as dead. Give me what belonged to me. Your inheritance. You don't get your inheritance. Your mama dead. Daddy dead. You get the beneficiary. We call it beneficiary now. Life insurance. You know what I'm saying? But in his day, it was what they had. You know what I'm saying? They had." Whatever he had, it was his. Yeah. He didn't have much. He was young. He was young. He had, but daddy had a lot. But guess what? He gave him all that was his. He go to a far country. He spent his money on right to his living. He got where the crowd wasn't supposed to hang around. And then it says that when he that there was a famine that arose in the land, and he began to feel the pinch. And he tied himself to the world, to a Gentile master. Then, you know what I'm saying? He began to eat what the swine ate, and he came to himself. But he was so engulfed in that that he, that he didn't want to know how to come back as a son. 
they ain't hired Sarsif in the first place. He only Sarsif is a servant. So he says, Father, I don't send against heaven against you, maybe one of your higher servants. He said, man, son, go to the house. You're good, you know. Give him the biggest, give him, get, get, get him my robe. You know, put the ring on his finger, put them shoes on there on his feet. The kid, the biggest, best in at the field. We're gonna have a barbecue. Then the oldest son come into the house, he didn't have no honor. He didn't yeah. his father, didn't really have a relationship, didn't know. So he said, when, he, when the father asked, why you didn't come in and, and, and we didn't agree and everything, because they was in there chilling, having a good time. One of the servants come through, he said, what, what they doing in there? Man, they, man, your brother back to the house, man, they having a good time in there, man. He said, your brother, oh, okay. So he gonna go in the house, he stay outside. The daddy come out there, what's, what's up, what's up? Why you ain't in here? He said, cause this son of yours come back home. Man, I've been around you the whole time, man. You wouldn't even give me a goat. We made my friends to eat. You know what I'm saying? I've been faithful you doing everything. He said, son, he had to tell me we will. He said, all I have is yours. He never had to ask. See, that's honor. You got, we got to come to the right perspective on the mindset, how we deal with our parents. We Israel, we got to be set apart people. You all, whether y'all like it or not, whether you feel you can do it or not, we got to have faith. We set the tone. Creation is groaning and earning and yearning and waiting for the manifestations of the sons of Yah. You know, the thing about that, we know we set the tone too. We what? just ignorant. Everybody want to be know. like it. We can't see it. Everybody want to be like it. You can't see that dance, how they look, the sports. We the leader, but we in the flesh, so we can't see this. Anyway, that's Yes, ma'am. Is there a way to um, respectfully disagree? Yes. 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 You, your parents are not always right. Our thing, I was telling my our children with our family, and the most I hit me as well. He says a soft answer turns away wrath. When I asked Malachi about, do he understand what that meant? He, he, he gave me his, his definition, which I believe is a good definition. He was saying, you know, when somebody says something to you, you don't respond like they respond. You, 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 you diffuse it. And that's his understanding and that's good. So I said, well, let's add something to it. So the most I tells me, a soft answer that turns away Ralph is somebody who would listen. Be quiet, parent and child, friend, brother. Be quiet, listen, and don't respond so quick. Be quiet, listen to what they said. Don't be caught on their facial expressions, how loud their voice is, because all that's your pride. And remember, we got to save ourselves. So we, if, if we take the focus off what they're doing, how they're acting about how loud they are, as long as they ain't hitting us, they're not supposed to bring home to us, be quiet and listen to them. Whether they mad, no matter how loud, and hear what they're saying. It's the spirit behind the voice. You can discern what's what if you do what? Listen. So if we be quiet and let them finish saying what they say, then we can understand what they say, and then we can res respond back with the correct answer while they're listening. And a soft answer turns away wrath because then you can judge the situation righteously. And if you know that it's not beneficial in going back, you don't cast your purpose for a swine. You should have discerned that 
in the in the conversation. We talk back crazy. So now here it is. You don't respect me, but you don't care how I feel. And neither one of them is true. But you do this and that. And so what we do is we look at the other. Well, you the problem. Because if you hear what I got to say, it wouldn't even be like this. You know how we talk. No, that's you. You the problem. And you the problem. Because we too busy trying to save others instead of us trying to save ourselves. Yes, you can, you can always be respectful to the parent and disagree. What they say don't have to make no sense. I mean, it, it can be wrong. You know what I'm saying? But if we have a better understanding, hear what they say and try to discern. I was talking to someone the other day, and 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 I, and I practiced it because I, I gotta do better myself. I'm, I'm I have to do a whole lot better, especially when it comes to listening to my wife. And I gotta be able to value her opinion and value how she feel. And I gotta quit going on her being a woman or me being a man. No, I gotta listen. So we all gotta work on that. You know what I'm saying? So the most I told me, so I'm giving it to you. you eat it. Cause it, I mean, it, it, it was built to my mouth, but it tastes good. You know, when I mean it felt good when it hit my belly, it filled me up. And so I got to see you. And so with me listening, uh, I had a guy call me the other day. And him and I was talking while we were talking, and I heard him talking, he was talking all flattery, talking good. But I heard him talking. I heard him talking, but I heard him talking. You know what I'm saying? I discern what he was talking about. He was talking from uh, Sambo, you know, slave. Yeah, turned the whole, turn, I couldn't even, it, it, it disturbed me. I just let him finish, get finished talking. When he got finished, I talked for a little bit. So, man, I'm gonna hit you back in a minute, man. I gotta go do something. Yeah, when I realized then, this man ain't my friend at all. Bad motives. My wife has been telling me that for a long time. I never want to listen to it. Always saying something. Always cutting off in the middle of talking. Always doing it. The first time he's being quiet, listen to this man talk without trying to talk back so fast, I heard everything she said just like that. So we need to learn how to listen to our parents, respect our parents, honor our parents. That's how you live a set apart life as well. Anybody got any more questions or comments? Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Michaela. Um, I was talking to one of my childhood friends. She's like my business, like my sister. Mm -hmm. And she texted me, she and she texted me last night too, but I was asleep. But she texted me, she was like, I'm mad. And I was like, what you mad for? <laughs> and she was like, cause some some situation happened in her apartment complex between her and this other girl. And a girl was threatening her. Talking about she was gonna stab her and kill her. So mm -hmm. she was how trying people? Mm -hmm. how old are these people? She my age. I don't know how old the other girl was. Mm -hmm. But I understand her mindset because she mm -hmm. is not. Yeah. So I was just trying, I was getting the proverb you just told me. I didn't know I was giving it to her mm. until you just said it. So she, we was talking and she was like, I well, I want to get this girl with her. But I said, ain't no need for going to get her. I said, people are designed to talk. Let her talk, Damien. Let her talk her in. I said, as long as she don't put her hands on you, keep going your way. You got to be a bigger person. Let her say whatever she going to say and you keep going. Mm -hmm. I said, the longer you entertain me, you gonna do other stuff. So I told her, do whatever she gotta do, keep on going about her day and leave that girl alone. And she was like, thank you. And I love you. She was like, 
she's like, I'm so proud of you for changing your life, this and the other. But I ain't know that I was giving her that proper, <laughs> that proper without actually saying it like scripture wise, but just trying to give her some wisdom. Because I know me too, I would I'd be ready to react, but sometimes you just gotta let people be because you react off this situation, you can get yourself killed. Right. Yeah. So right. sometimes it is just all right to sit back and listen and be quiet. Let somebody let them talk to them as long as they don't put their hands on you. Right. And a lot and, and a, a lot of times you never get that way. If you learn how to listen, you can tell when folks bluffing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You can, tell, you can tell when folks bluffing. You know, that's why I tell for listen to prove what I, because you can tell when somebody is serious about it and when they fake it. You know what I'm saying? Um, we just gotta learn how to listen. What's your question, Matica? So who, you know, like putting a parent in the right perspective, who should you be going to for advice? You know, because think about the son, right? He's in the house, but it's like you got a father, you have a mother. But well, you don't use them, right? So, who should you, you know? You should you 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 should go to your father and your mother, but they should be accessible. You know, the first thing you need to go to is the Most High Yah and pray. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, go to you you go to your father and your mother and talk. The father and mother has to be accessible as well. They gotta allow you to talk and hear what you gotta say and what you're going through as well. But the but the first but you shouldn't go out to a stranger. You know, think about this. Just logical thinking. Who know all about you? Not just from you born and living, but they see you and you are. The, what does scripture say, Baba Shia? He's the exact image of what? Yeah. The invisible Yah, right? We are made in Yahu's image, so we act like him. We carry ourselves like him after his likeness. In his image, after his likeness, that means we look like him. We act like him. Mannerisms, all that. So. Who is best to explain to us how to make it through life? The one who created us. Yes. Who see himself in us. Right? So just like your mama, your daddy. Your mama know you as a doggone girl and your dad know you as a man, what you're dealing with. I know these boys, 22 years old, want to get a wife. Get, guess what? When I was 22, guess what I wanted? <laughs> Same thing. I know how you feel emotionally. I know how to feel. I'm trying to, if you listen to me, I can give you the keys. Be, be patient. Learning because I, I've been married 25 years, this 24 years this year. And good, good, what what they what, what they say, uh, good googly woo. I had to learn, I, I and I'm still having to learn how to love my wife. So if you listen to me, I can teach you how to control your emotions, how to teach you how to respect and honor her, how you want her to follow the, the path I follow. So in your 20s, by the time you hit 30 years old, you'll be far along to me. By the time you get 40 years old, you'll be young, be beyond me. If you listen. If you don't listen, you'll be in a penitentiary. Like I saw a man one time, 50 years, 58 years old, first time finna go to prison and telling me that he should have hurt his daddy when he said take care of his teeth. He had a head two in his mouth by then. So you know what I'm saying? It pays to listen. <laughs> and your mother, your, I'm pretty sure his daddy probably told him by taking care of his teeth based on him, his own experiences. Teeth breaking, you know what I'm saying? Toothache, you know what I'm saying? Breath stinking, you know what I'm saying? Not going to the dentist. Or he might have had the benefits of it. And say, son, <laughs> you know, the, the dad don't know nothing. I don't care. And you will two teeth in your mouth. Okay. Yeah. I had a man that rejoiced and gave most high praise because he ain't taking years. Yeah. He had to go get some teeth, false teeth. So think about that. You need to listen or you'll be toothless. Ruthless, toothless. Gangster for nothing because you really didn't listen. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> right. And so, and Moses told Jethro, and Jethro rejoiced for all the goodness. He rejoiced which Yahuwah had done to Israel, whom he had delivered out of the hand of Egypt. Y'all got all the extreme. And Jethro said, Blessed be Yahuwah, who have delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, out and out of Pharaoh, out of the hand of Pharaoh, and delivered the people from under the hand of the Egyptians. Praise Yah. And most and Jethro started giving him the esteem. Jethro gave Yah the esteem. Now I know that Yahuwah is greater than all the other guys. So Jethro, now I know he's great now. So most might have turned him back to, to Yah. He was a preacher million. Right. But now Jethro does acknowledge what? No. Uh, other gods. Oh, yeah. He's an idolatry. <laughs> He's a stranger who Yah showing Yasharal to. Uh, yes. <laughs> for in the thing wherein they dealt proudly, he was above them. Yah was the other elves. Yah put him above the other elves. He showed them nobody's greater than me. Yeah, Yah better understand that. And Jeffro's Moses' father-in-law. And look here, and Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took a burnt offering and sacrifices to Yah. Elohim, right? And Aaron came and all the elders of Israel to eat the bread with Moses, his father-in-law, before Elohim. What do y'all see Jethro doing right here? Fellowship. He doing what? Fellowship. Oh, that's good. What else? What's the altar? What do you do there? Oh, for what? You atone for your sins. Right. Jethro repented. He turned from to Yah based on Moses' testimony. He brought Aaron the priest. The priest takes the sacrifice to atone for the sins. Aaron came. He don't say Moses and all the elders of Israel to eat bread with Moses' father-in-law before Elohim. Because what was Jethro? Uh, priest of Midian. Priest of Midian. Who was Aaron? Priest of the high priest of Israel. Ain't no authority high on the planet in the Levitical priesthood. Aaron the highest. Moses giving Jethro this testimony caused him to turn to Yah. Yeah, can y'all see that now? He took a, he took an Ola offering. They brought Shalom. <laughs> a sacrifice. An altar is always a place of sacrifice. Remember Mashiach? To give you a good example, when Mashiach said, before you bring your gift to the well, he don't mean no money to no steps to put on the altar. He don't mean putting no money in the offering basket. Bringing the gift to the altar has nothing to do with coins or currency, period. It's a place of sacrifice where you atone for your sin, right? He said, if you, if you, when you get to this altar to repent or to turn from your sin, if you realize your brother has an ought with you, what are you to do? Leave that gift there and go to your brother and do what? Because y'all can't receive you if you don't if, if you, your brother ain't got it right. 
The biggest 18 says don't bear a grudge, but rather do what? Love your neighbor as yourself. That's a Torah. So our altar is a place of sacrifice where we atone for our sin. So it looks to me, just for reading this, and I, I don't believe I'm wrong about it, that Jethro turned from his sins. And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses said to judge the people, and the people stood by Moses from morning to the evening. And Moses, Jethro saw this and said, Man, what the Sam used to be going on with you? And Moses, because guess who Jethro was? Right. He was a priest. He understood order as well. He was a priest. He understood how to get delegate. So the most how we use Gentiles to bless you. When he free you, he uses other nations to give you favor, to do for you, to show you. He opened up doors for you. Remember, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? When they the ones who have the resources. You don't be stupid. Don't be a foolish. Make somebody your enemy who can bless you. You can't accuse all of Egypt for Pharaoh when you had some Egyptians who went out with Israel. Had children by him. The biblical 16, the man that was mixed, half Egyptian, half Israelite. <laughs> so the Most High does use the nations to bless you. Not just financial, to give you wisdom. Because they see it where you don't. Moses ain't never been a leader, but he always have been. And Moses knows his word is credible, not just for him being his father-in-law. He lived with the man for a while. He worked for the man. He tended his sheep. He married his daughter as well. He respected him. The man gave him wisdom. Most I led Jephro there. Moses probably wouldn't even hear nothing that Jephro had to say if he wouldn't turn. Because <laughs> y'all, because y'all is leading Jethro to have Moses do this. So anyway, says um, right. That's the only way that it happened. Right. He allowed it. Right. This Torah teacher right here. Right. We learned it. And Moses' father-in-law saw all that he did to the people, and he said, "What is this thing that thou doest to the people? Why sittest thou thyself alone, and all the people stand before thee from morning to evening, he, all day long?" Listen to case as a case, man. You know, y'all go most probably tired. He ain't doing nothing. He can't go outside. You can't see your wife, your children. Man, what you doing? Man, if you don't get nobody, if you don't get Bill and Earl, then get over here, man, to help you. I'm gonna slap everybody. But now, that's what he was doing. And, and Moses said, because, because he said, because the people come to inquire Elohim. And when they got a matter, they come to me and I judge between one and another. I'm going to even know what the statutes of Yahweh is and his Torah. I'm teaching them. And Moses' father in law said to him, Then you do that, man, what you do? That ain't good. Man, they're going to kill you. This going to shoot away you away, both you and me. You're going to be tired. You're going to be the judge. Probably all kinds of going to happen to you. And then you, it, it, this is not good at all. He's showing them how to be a leader. And y'all wise, and y'all a genius. Thou was surely wiped out. Thou was surely, and, and the most high blow my mind right along with y'all's right now, because I can't believe that he right in the midst of us teaching us like this. 
This is amazing. Hallelujah. Thou will surely wear away. It's Yah. Thou will surely wear away both thou and this people that is with, with thee. For, for this thing is too heavy for thee. Thou art not able to perform it thyself alone. Shema. Shema. Listen intelligently. Understand what I'm finna say and do it. Obey. Hearken now unto my voice. I will give you counsel. And Elohim will be with you. That man tell him what Yah said. This is amazing. Be thou for the people. Now Yah speaks to Moses. Face to face. So I wonder what lesson. Because Yah also discerns. And, and, and gives most of the right judgment to the people as well. So I wonder what lesson y'all is trying to bring out by allowing Jethro to come tell most of this of something he could have told him himself. Well, maybe that's why, maybe to teach us. Maybe y'all sees beyond what he sees to teach us to not be in pride. To teach us to listen. Take heed to counsel and wisdom as well. Even if we do say Yah speaks to us, he uses other folks as well to give us instruction and wisdom. If we would just pay attention. Yah is teaching a lesson right here to us as well. You know, and uh, he, he said, he, he, said um, he said, be thou for the people, Godward, that thou mayest bring causes unto Elohim. So, so it says, be out to the people, Godward, Mol, Mool, Mola. Uh, what, what, what does that mean? Only uh, um, in front of y'all, uh, 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 seeking y'all, praying to y'all for the people, inquiring of y'all so that your judgment you can get can be sound. Let the people, the leaders you put in place, help you with the people while you focus on you and y'all. So you can be beneficial. And you can bring the causes before y'all. We need help over here too. Anybody want to come help us do right ministry to help people? Feel free to come help so we can really help other people. And thou shalt teach them ordinances and laws and shall show them the way wherein they must walk and the work that they must do by him being Godward. You teach them and explain to them, let them handle the matters. You handle the hard matters. You come get it what y'all want still to know. Ain't that amazing? This this and thou may shall teach them the teach them the ordinance, the ordinances of y'all. You teach them um uh y'all's appointments. The who? His appointments, his commandments, his decrees, his customs, his laws, teach them of the feast, teach them of the Torah, teach them the word to show them what they must listen. The show and where they must walk and the work they must do. Do you work in the similar version or where you work at? Where y'all work at? Y'all don't know? You work out here. And yeah, you don't work in on assembly. He trying to show you how, how, how to live your life out here to be productive. You know, you know, none of these folks, the most high intended to go look for no job. They work with their hands and they have servants. Yeah. Not people like to serve like slaves or butlers and maids, but they were able to hire and help others as well. I think full-time ministers should not be 
you being a pastor, the offering is big enough to where you got to pay the pastor a monthly salary. I believe just myself personally, full time man should be start you a business. You know what I'm saying? What about faith? Keep the fees, live that, let y'all bless you, and you, you, and along with the people, put money into the assembly to help the people in the assembly and the community. You'll be more beneficial like that. And you have, have to assembly have what you need. So instead of the pastor taking from the people, feed the people, give to the people, and show them how to give as well, mm -hmm. instead of you being the pastor trying to take, everybody else got their hand out want to take. Yeah, That's the adversary right. trying to deceive us to want to always ask instead of going to do it. That's why I, thought, I, I had to try to do yesterday, on the day about you know doing work or whatever. Business, he's a man, man, I got a head. I said, man, why don't you just work with your hand, go to have faith? It's just like starting with a new job. You got to put a week in the hole, you got to put two weeks in the hole, sometimes a month in the hole, sometimes, yeah, a, yeah. Few months in the hole. three months in the hole. But then that first picture gonna come. Yeah. It, ain't no, it ain't no different. When I started, you know what I'm saying, my own business, it took me less than four months to make more than what I was making that my own company. So it, so you you got to change the way you think. And now she'll teach ordinance. And the, so this is going to be, wait a minute, the, the precepts or maybe like the the, uh, the feast, because this is a Torah right here. So you're going to teach them the feast days, teach them the precepts, teach them the, the statutes, how to love one another. The Torah, and you go, and you go, and thou shalt do what? Show them the way wherein they must walk. You can't show nobody nothing by telling them. You said who said that they, they pray with their feet? Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass said he started praying with his what? His feet. He then he started doing something. He went down here. Oh y'all, make a way. Open the door. Now he started as, as he prayed. Make a way. Open the door. Get what he did. Wow. He got him and started walking for the way. He started looking for the door. Well, well which way am I going? Uh, am I going to go to the left, the right, the east, or the west? Where do I go? Well, the, the scripture said Abraham just started walking. He just got him and just started walking. And eventually, the most high turned him the right direction. When Lot didn't start having problems with them cattlemen, he said, Lot choose the city. He chose to, he just started walking, going to a place he didn't know where he was going. Looking for a place who was building and maker is Yah. And they all declare this testimony. That we are strange. See, we need to read what the, what the scriptures say. And you, that maker, wow. You, yeah, he had to have the same, he's the same man like you. He had blood running in his veins. I don't know the head pants. He might put his robe on like that. So he had two on like everybody else. He had to put his robe on two on at a time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he used the bathroom. He slept. He got hungry. He was happy. He was a man just like any other man on this planet. He, there's no difference. The Most High is no respect to our persons. It's our faith that moves y'all. That what the scripture say. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of y'all, to present your body a living sacrifice. Dying daily, right? A living sacrifice. Let's read that. Let's just read it. I, I, I forgot how to quote it. I forgot how to quote it. I know I know the living sacrifice part. <laughs> I beseech you, therefore, brother, by the mercy of Yah, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Set apart Leviticus. Why does the adversary trying to deceive y'all say don't follow the Torah? Because the Torah shows you how to be set apart. When you don't know the Torah, 
you say stupid phrases like these churches do and call folks holy rollers, holy rollers as an insult. And an ignorant child who don't know better don't want to be a holy roller because they think that's bad. So we grew up as grown people, don't know what holiness means. And we think holiness means don't smoke a cigarette, don't drink, and don't mean none of that stuff because of somebody not teaching us the right way. So he says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of Yah, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice set apart, acceptable unto Yah, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world. Don't walk in the pattern of the world. Don't walk the way the world walk, not just fornicating, not just living in sin, but also your mindset being in poverty, your mindset trying to work for somebody. Whatever you think, change different. Your mindset about homelessness. No, let your mind be conformed to the Torah and not the ways of the world. And you will never know the ways of the Torah if you don't ever read. Yeah. I learned the truth by reading the truth. And praying, not by hearing what somebody said, because anybody can preach a good sermon. Do you know how many holes in the pool pit? Men and women, they can talk good sermons and still will go have sex, get oral sex after the message, get hotel rooms, get drunk, beat their wife, don't honor the Sabbath, only preach for money, get upset when a check ain't right. But they come tell you, love your neighbor. They're hypocrites and y'all gonna judge them and they gonna go to hell. So it ain't about no good sermon about you living your life the right way and do not be conformed to this world don't live like the world do but be you transformed by renewing of your mind the word of Yah. how that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of Yah. how by getting this word he said for i say it through the grace that's given to me through the loving kindness through the hussein that's given unto me that every man among you not to think of himself more highly, because y'all hate a proud look. Proverbs what, 16 or 6? This one's there. Right. A proud look is, is abomination. It's a proud look. People do stuff like I just named above this. A man writing his own eyesight. It says, so I'm thinking it said more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, clear-minded, according as y'all have dealt to every man the measure of faith. So we got to begin to retain our, I know y'all never thought, I know, I know that y'all never saw it like that. And you never understood it like that because when the pastor talked about it, they never explained it. You, they just throw it out there. You cut it. Man, how you going to feed a one-year-old baby with give them a spoon and a plate of beans and they don't know how to hold a spoon? You know what they going to still do with the spoon? You gave them, you never gave it to them. They going to have it, tap a little bit, Hit their head, throw it away, hit somebody else with it, and they're gonna make a mess. Eat food all over their clothes, all over their hands. And we're gonna come and get on to them. No, no, no mess. You got clothes all over you. You, you, you a bad parent. You a foolish. You ignorant. You don't know no better. First of all, they made a mess because it's your fault. You shouldn't explain to them. How about you should have taught them from the beginning? How about you start feeding them with the spoon and let them see you eat? And see, you used a napkin. See, I was a bad parent. Like that from that perspective. What do I mean? My wife, when my kid, my daughter was two years old, my wife had her eating, you know what I'm trying to say, with a spoon and fork. And every time she took a bite of her food, she would. I'm the one that made her greedy. Said, now put that spoon and I go ahead and eat, you to be a little kids because of my ignorance. She started getting down, man. <laughs> Enjoy. That was, that was my fault because of the wrong understanding. 
So we need to get, so I know y'all didn't have the right proper understanding about this. You got to get in the word of y'all. Paul said to the said the loving kindness given to me. Because he remember how he lived. So we got to be able to look at things from a better perspective. Go ahead, Malachi. Right, we keep coming up right back to Proverbs 6. And I want to read Proverbs 6.32. Go ahead. But before I read it, I do want to, you know, people be looking at pastors. And even not pastors, people that you see is great, even though you shouldn't be a respective persons. And you see the pride, you see the conceit or quote-unquote honor. Yet they mm -hmm. still may fornicate. They still may break wedlock. They still may sin. And Proverbs 6 and 32 says, but whoso breaks wedlock with the woman lacks understanding. Lacks understanding. He that does it destroys his own soul. So being 20, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years old, you still lack understanding. It's saying lack understanding. But you know what? The, that's, that's good. You, you know what, though? But we'll see these men got there because they got a nice car. They look the part. They got the, they got, they got the, the, the suit on. They look like they're smart. They got glasses and they got little gray streets. And we think that's a pastor. And they get up using their intellect, their emotions to teach. And they sound smooth. But the whole time, Betty Sue got her legs open with no panties on. He up there preaching, looking at her. Ooh, yeah. Well, he probably have since one of them girls in there or one of them boys in there. He don't have no understanding or her, the woman. See, no matter how smart they, they sound, the scripture, they, they have no understanding. Why would you listen to someone like that? When Mashiach clearly said in, in, in Matthew 13, 19, that the Arabs here can steal the word of Yah from you because you have no understanding. So this man don't have the word of Yah, it's stolen from him. Everybody else, ooh, Pastor D. We gotta have Pastor's anniversary. And they don't, they don't even have no respect for Pastor's wife. And then when they do, they gotta see it in the form of, well, it's my mother, no. Pastor's wife, just like pastor, should be your brother and she should be your sister. And you should love them like your brother and your sister. And a pastor's not a, a high above nobody. No pastor, no apostle, no prophet, no evangelist, no teacher. We just certain callings y'all has given us for his purpose. Not, and that's something not to be higher, just that's what that is. He, he talked about that because he's an evangelist. Not because he's he just big. That's just a gift he got. What about the gift of help? Oh, the gift of prophecy. Ain't no gift in the more in Israel better than the other gift. They all serve their purposes. The one about on the planet can be smart about on the planet. You know, it's forcing how to get some clothes or holes in them and patch them up. And sell us a style and folks buy that. Whereas another man wouldn't even wear Yeah, they do it all every day. He saw how to make money off that. Some saw how to make money off of fixing computers. Some saw how to make money off of, you know, fixing cars. Some saw how to make money off making the radio. Most of I get every man to measure of faith. Everybody got their own purpose in their life. Nobody's smarter than anybody is. Why would a fish laugh at an elephant but not been there so deep in the ocean? But why would a, why, why, why would a monkey laugh at a fish for not climbing a tree? You, you, I'm me. We compare ourselves. So I'm not smarter than you because I didn't go to your school. We compare ourselves. The scripture said, let no man think of this, no matter how you ought to think. It's just that man don't know, like he's a slave like you. 
Cause you going to school to be what you gotta be to work for somebody. The one that's free, work for y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm just saying? But but we but so that's food for thought. Yeah, praise y'all. And Moses came and called the and called the elders of the people and laid before their faces all the words, um, all the words which Yahuwah commanded. Oh, wait a minute, I'm on the wrong. I moved too fast. Yeah, so first one. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that finish up 18. Okay. So Moses turns to Yah. They begin to do sacrifices. Okay. What's your question, Ariel? My question is that I wish that I could never forget stuff. Real quick, that's not a question, that's a comment. A question is you ask somebody about something you want to learn. Well, I want to learn how. We're gonna help you do that. And you're learning. And you do good. You can read. You can't read books like me because you ain't my age yet. You can read. I've seen you read a book. Let me see that dog. I've seen you read that. You can read. See that dog. the book that we got y'all. I don't know what it said, but I seen you read. I seen you say the word and. I seen you say the word that. I seen you can read. Yes, and you already smart. So you just got to keep on getting smart and keep on reading because you can do it. You already done it. I know you can do it. Yes, because the most high did that. Praise y'all. Because you made us sit. You showed us how to read the Bible. You showed Uncle Isaiah how to read the Bible. Baba, um, Sister Marsha, Destiny, <laughs> Mama K, TT. And even Cleveland says comparison is another tool the enemy uses to keep us divided. Confusion divided. Yeah. He said he wanted to be like the most high. Then what he did. He compared himself. Yeah, he compared himself. Cleveland boy. <laughs> I, 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 I almost Marco Polo with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's the adversary. Yes, comparison. And that's the adversary. He compared himself to y'all. Mm -hmm. And we try to compare ourselves to one another. Wrong. That's called competition. We shouldn't do that. Yeah. Hallelujah. So it says, uh, so Moses, so um, Moses Jethro turned, he came and gave Moses counsel, counseling, taught him how to be a, a leader, how to appoint certain things, and y'all used that. And then he gave him wisdom on what leaders to appoint. You know what I'm saying? Because I got to be like Moses. Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people able men, such as the do what? Fear. Fear. Yeah, you can't fear. Elohim and man. The script I read this morning in Proverbs 28. 
You, the scripture says, to those who fear y'all don't fear me. We don't walk in fear. That's why Paul said what he said. One reason. Y'all have not given us that speech. No, we bold. We stand for the more. How are we going to believe he's going to take up there when we run? Now, don't get me wrong. Every last one of us got to grow up now. So don't talk, I ain't talk, I'm not trying to talk to y'all or deceive y'all like I'm superhuman. Man, especially passion. I was weak with a wimp. If the most I would have commented on my bitch 10 years ago, I would have never did it. Man, I would have been cowardly, the carry the cowardly lion. I would have been, man, listen. I used to be praying, God, bring from the north, the south, east, and the west. Man, the more I prayed that prayer, man, people left. I asked y'all, y'all hit them, them to give. We got to pay the bill. We, the light bill, the man, we're going to get turned out. We struck, I praise the most high. We in no bill. Every building we was ever in, we had an assembly. We struggled. Except we at now. We struggled and nobody wanted to give. Man, I'm depressed and I got faith. Man, you a big boosy, <laughs> hypocrite. Faking the funk. I'm telling you about myself. And the most high, the more I prayed about the most high, brain folks and grow increase, the less and less we got, the less they came, and the more we went into one. I was talking about then nothing to show up. And the devil, now nah, that was my flesh. And there was y'all teaching me a lesson. Like he taught Joseph when Potiphar, when he told the butler, when you read Jubilees, you see it. When he told the butler to make it help him, he was trying to help himself. It said that most high made him stay two more years. He tried to help himself, and I had to learn how to quit trying to help myself. And I think my, I, I think I, 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 my stagnation came from me not having faith. And the moment I, st I started asking y'all to help me develop myself as a man, as a person, help me live right, things started happening. So I don't look for nobody trying to become part of the assembly. If you become part of the assembly, you just say you won't be a part. We talk about that. I don't look for nobody to give. Yeah, we we have offer, we have tight, but you got to give based on y'all. I ain't gonna try to push none of that stuff. My objective is to seek him. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm telling y'all the same thing. So don't walk in fear. Worried about what you're going to have, what you gonna, what people are going to do for you. No, just trust it. And, I, and, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not there. I'm not saying I don't have struggles. I'm not saying things don't come because they do. I'm giving you how it needs to be done. When we start experiencing these things, we should pray. We should pray. We should humble ourselves and ask y'all to guide us instead of us getting weary and trying to do it on our own, walking in fear. So he says, Moreover, that should provide out of all the people, able men, such as fear, Yah, Elohim, men of truth, hating covetedness. One of somebody else got, compare yourself. To be ruler, uh, 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 hating covetedness and places such over them to be rulers of thousands and rulers of hundreds and rulers of fifties, and rulers of 10. Whatever most I got, and I, most I might have y'all, just me being ruled over this. And that's good for me, because that's what I can handle. <laughs> and I don't want nothing else I can, I'm telling you, man, I've learned people try to hold on to people and things, don't want folks to go nowhere. No, man, let folks go, let things go. Because you try to hold on to something, maybe y'all trying to take from you. You learn how to pray and let him guide you. And all we gotta do is be obedient. And he'll help us. Did y'all not know that, Shanice? He'll help you, Priscilla. He'll move in your life and be there for you. Cleveland, he's going to open them doors for you. He's going to do it because he said he would. And let them judge the people 
at all seasons, every season, every, every stage, and it shall be that every great matter that they bring unto thee, and, and it shall be, uh, excuse me, that every great matter they shall bring unto thee, but every small matter they shall judge, so it be easier for thyself, and they shall bear the burden with thee. Wow, that's how you're supposed to do it, huh? As a family, as a whole, together, not by ourselves. If thou shalt do this thing, and Elohim command thee, Elohim command thee, it shall, look here, listen to this. He didn't tell Moses to follow his advice. He told Moses to pray about it. He said, if thou shalt do this, comma, and Elohim command thee so, then thou shalt be able to endure. And all these people shall also go to their place and live. So he told him, do this, and if Elohim command thee, don't take my word on it only. Pray about it. Ain't that something? And all things, pray about all things with what? Don't be anxious in anything, but pray about what? With prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto Yah, and the shalom of Yah, that, God, that goes beyond all understanding, regards your heart and your mind, and Mashiach, Yahushua. That's amazing, ain't it? And then you should be able to endure. And all the people shall also go to their place in peace. Ain't that amazing? So Moses hearkened to the voice of his father-in-law and did all that he said. Hmm. Ain't that something? And Moses chose able men out of all Israel and made them heads over the people. Rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. And they judged the people at all seasons, the hard causes they brought to unto Moses. But every small matter they judged themselves. And Moses let his father-in-law depart. And he went into his own way. Powerful. Powerful. Now here's, here it is, y'all. Now they come to the mount, to the mountain. Mount Sinai. I want y'all to see something. We're gonna, I want y'all to see something. So most of they, they, they come to the mountain, you know, and they, they pitch their tent, right? So in the third month, when the children of Israel went, went, went the, the, the three months later, 90 days later, in the third month, when the children of Israel were going forth out of the land of Egypt, they've been going three months, the same day, the same day came they into the wilderness of Sinai. So three months to the day, they came to the wilderness of Sinai. And they were departed from Rephidim and were come to the desert of Sinai and had pitched in the wilderness. And there Israel kept before the mount at the foot of the mountain. And Moses went up unto Elohim. And Yahuwah called him out of the mountain saying, listen, because he, so he's he, he been giving instructions. Uh, so this, 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 this ain't religion. Because it was the first time for him to get to it. This is real life where he did it with them. With them telling them to move back. And um, thus shall I send to the children to the house of Jacob and tell the children of Asherah, look, you have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bear you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. When you look at Deuteronomy chapter 8, Moses is talking about something right here. It says, as the eagle stirring for a nest, flying it for me. 
real, real fast. Might have to Google it or whatever, but find it. He said, as the eagle stared of her nest and fluttered over her young, so Yahuwah alone did guide them. Now, when an eagle begins to get her children to start flying, she brings a discomfort. She pulls the stuff up out the nest to make it just make it uncomfortable for them. So they gotta stand. They can't animal sin. She brings them out of their comfort zone. Then she'll drop them. And they gotta flap their wings. But what she'll do is she get up under them. So if they fall too far, she'll catch them and raise them back up. She'll also fly with them on her back and show them how to fly. And she'll let them fly. She'll have them to the point in the air so that way they can't get hurt. And she know how, how, how low to go, you know, before they fall where they can't catch, where she can catch them. And that's how y'all guided us out of Egypt. It was uncomfortable. It was bad. It was harsh. But he allowed us to fly. He, 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 and he brought us, our forefathers, out on eagle's wings. He let them fly. He let them ride on his back. He let them, yes, man, he let them ride. He let them ride. And he said, so you have seen what I did. I said, I hear you in the battle. You have seen what I did uh, to the Egyptians. And how I bear you on eagle's wings and brought you unto myself. That's how the Most High deal with us the same way. So we have the same responsibility. Praise Yah, because these folks didn't put it on their heart. Praise Yah, he allowed us to put it on our heart. He's putting it on our heart, according to Jeremiah 31, 31. So now, therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed, I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, Lady Bell. I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, oh no, it's all good. I just had a Deuteronomy 32 and 11. Because Moses, Moses wrote, Moses is reiterating, excuse me, just yeah. I don't want to get too far down. Start at verse 8 says this When the Most High divided the nations, their inheritance, 
And we separated the sons of Adam. He set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. Everything is geared around us. Walk around like slaves because we don't know who we are. But it says he set the bounds of the people according to the children of Israel. He gave them their portion according to our portion. We got first. <laughs> and Yahuwah's, and Yahuwah's portion is his people. Yaquab is the lot of his inheritance. You belong to Yah. He found him in a desert land, Egypt, and in the waste howling wilderness. He led him about. In the, he found him in Egypt in the desert land. And in the waste howling wilderness, he led him about in the wilderness. He instructed him and kept him as the apple of his eye. This Exodus. And as an eagle, no, y'all gonna say it, right? And as an eagle stirred for her nest and fluttered over her young, spread for broad her wings, take of them and bury them on her wings. Most I caught them. They couldn't fight. He, he put you on your wings, on his wings. Now went to him who was able to keep you from falling. Jude 24, that's Torah. And to present you faultless. Jew talking about James and Jeremy, Jew talking about this. Did y'all not know that? This is what it's talking about. He's talking about how the most high provides and how we live righteous. He said, as eagles spread of her nest and stare of her nest and front over her young and spread her broad her wings and take a them, bear them on her wings. So Yahuwah alone did lead him, you. Israel, and there was no strange Elohim among him. He made him to ride on high places. He's talking about Yeshua. He made him to ride on high places of the earth that he might eat the increase of the fields. And he made him to suck honey out of the rock. Mm. And oil out of the flinty rock, butter and kind and milk of sheep with fat of lambs and rams and the bread and, 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 and the bread of Bashan and goats with the fat of kidneys of wheat, and thou didst drink the pure blood of the grape. Man, what? But you got fat. Yeah, but just when you got fat <laughs> and kicked like out, fat. you don't like fatness in your spirit. Greedy spirits. And a lot of times, when greedy spirits come to greedy natural bodies. This is reality. Uh, none of us can talk, but that's just showing who you really are. People want to know you talking now. You know, if you be everybody, got no thyroid problem. But I ain't trying to be funny about people that's heavy. I, I, I lost 70 pounds. Mm. Yeah, and I'm still losing weight right now. They started back, you know, not fast. So, but guess what? You being glutton, you being big, you are out of order. That's unrighteous. That's unrighteous. You, if you hit overweight, you that's unrighteousness. I'm not saying you are unrighteous because you might not know better, might not have an understanding. But I'm just finding out myself as well. And I've been should have been listening. My, my, my body, my gut, my stomach, eating what I want to eat. It's clean. Yeah, but too many chicken wings, though. <laughs> too many french fries. <laughs> too many hamburgers and too many drinks. Too many pieces. Too much steak. Yeah, they put they produce fat and you still gluttoning. Proverbs 6, 16, I mean. That's an abomination as well. That's one thing y'all hates. Proverbs, <laughs> proverbs, I mean, Proverbs 6, I mean. Another part of that Proverbs is he that is always buying food also makes the poverty. 
Because yeah. um, you, you, you go out and you buy something else instead of buying food and preparing it. Mm-hmm. So you consistently lose money. You spend five dollars here, five dollars there, twenty dollars. Yeah, tell me about it. You can lost three hundred dollars in a month because you can't control mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. So now you tell him Moses. And Moses said, "You know, y'all done brought y'all here on eagles' wing. He didn't. He didn't provide it for y'all. Took care of y'all. Kept y'all safe. You know. And uh, so we need to, you know." Have an understanding, right? What's that at? Okay. And verse five says, Now, therefore, if you will obey my, because I brought you out, I protected you, I kept you safe. I'm going to give you the keys of life now. Therefore, if you will obey my voice and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all the people of the earth is mine. Let me say this to y'all, this right here. Now, Christianity, they, they, they didn't know better. But in Israel, if we say y'all led us to a place, then y'all led us to that place. Y'all don't get us to join the assemblies to become members. Y'all lead us to, a, to, to assemblies so we can get back to the covenant with him. So when he leads you to a teacher to teach you, you stay faithful and learn. You get in that word, but making the covenant is not like your feelings. They're not to be broken. And covenants being broken brings penalties. A covenant with y'all is just like a covenant with a marriage, it was a husband and a wife. You're to be faithful. You're not to give in, you're not to entertain certain things. Most I don't, the most I don't entertain other people. You don't want to entertain Israel and those who bless Israel. Don't get it twisted because you see other folks doing things that the most high is just doing for them. He does rain on the just as well as unjust. He provides the sun and the moon and the stars and rain on everybody on the planet. But that don't mean that you got the same faith in your life that Israel got. You know, in Israel, you got a covenant. People in covenant don't get the same thing that people ain't in the covenant to get. Now we get better things because we're in the covenant. It's a difference made from that standpoint. My neighbor, if he, if, if he want a glass of water, I get one of my glasses and I take him some good water he can drink. But if the one I'm in covenant with my wife want a glass of water, I get her favorite cup. Nice water. Put the ice in it too. Make sure she like it. Cold. Cause we're in the covenant. I'm gonna get you some water. And I love you too. Hey, drink right. that. You know what I'm saying? How you like it. Whereas I'm just gonna quench his thirst. <laughs> so what I'm saying is it's a difference made in that covenant. I, I see you later, battle. He said, now therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then you shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine. So why do you think folks go for different places and can't be here? Because the adversary don't want you to understand what a covenant is. A covenant is for life, not a season. Show me in the scripture where Abraham broke covenant. Show me in the scripture where your choir didn't broke covenant. You don't. But show me in the scripture where Israel broke covenant and what happened. This Today, slavery. 
So a covenant is brings bad stuff to your life. Breaking, excuse me, breaking the covenant brings bad things to your life. See, a covenant is not done out of emotion. Covenant love ain't done based on how you feel. It's based on what you see and know is right. See, as a pastor, people get mad at me, think stuff, act foolish. This is your flesh. But if you can understand what a covenant is, you will abide in regards to how you feel. You won't have the kind of mindset core ahead to rebel against most shit on her own. Nathan Avenue, because they broke covenant and most I got them. So pay attention to that, y'all. Y'all saying y'all led y'all people. You better make sure that y'all led you, because you go there, y'all led you, and you leave there, you breaking covenant. I was trying to spend my uncle yesterday. He trying to get off to go to just not to, just to be y'all, but he 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 ain't here today. He ain't on Zoom and he ain't on YouTube. So you so you want to try to break covenant, stay at home and be lazy? Most I judge you for that. That ain't being funny. They're trying to help you to make you understand. Keep that. So that being said, yes, Lady Battle. You guys, you guys start all over because they can't hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, thought is covenant. Um, the adversary, as well as humankind, our carnal mindset, have done a really good job, even starting from the garden in the in Genesis with Adam and Eve, of distorting our view of covenant, because that was the that was the that was the best covenant ever made. The greatest love story, the perfect institution of marriage, the greatest um, 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 perspective we would have had for children honoring their parents, parents doing right by their children. It was almost, if you will, could have been a utopia, perfectness in the holiness of Yah. So my thought is this, since it's, We've been skewed in our understanding of what covenant is. The adversary through humankind continues to dilute the, the, the covenants of Yah, which are, is his misvoice, right? And the only way to truly have a correct view and a proper understanding is to know whose we are. From the, from the first covenant, we will, I would say in representation of uh, nature would be the rainbow after the cleansing of the, of, of the earth, the, the flood, if you will. And y'all put that in the, in the sky for uh, Noah and his family, and he clearly made a statement afterwards, right? That he would no longer destroy all humankind by in, in this manner. Next time it's going to be what? Fire. <laughs> okay. So with covenant is a choice. Being in covenant with y'all is a choice. It is a choice to see how we can maximize our uh, more than just potential, 
our benefit for one another, humankind. And I think about this, you would, marriages will never be as they need to be. Sibling relationships will never be as they need to be. Um, parent and children relationships will never be as they need to be if we don't enthrone Yah as being the, insti the, the, the institutor of all covenant, seeing him as father. And it's something that you've been um, sharing with us, and I think it's amazing how y'all just speaking to you. You know, we really can't teach anything without having a proper understanding of it, right? But as the father of the house, right. so you get a greater understanding of what Abba gives you, right? Teach learning of his word. We say we teachers, but do we understand it enough to teach somebody else? And, and I look at that as a point of Yah revealing himself to you because you've chosen his covenant. You've chosen, you have chosen to be Yasharal. And with that, it's a lot of peeling off, a, a digging up of old mindset that we have to do. Y'all, it takes work to want to not be a bastard, right. to be fatherless. It takes work to not to be a, a contentious mm -hmm. wife or a, a, a lame uh, dad or a leech. And the only way to find out that you are doing these things and how to correct them is to get back to the covenant of scriptures, his, his mishpatim, his rulings. And that is what the adversary continues to steal by worshiping on Sundays, thinking that you got it when you don't, being fed and taught messages that people never crack their scriptures, uh, you know, or their Bibles to see for themselves. And we never know what true covenant is. And that's amazing. And, and, and they it's, it's cyclical. Everything revolves around Yahuwah. And to be whole, to have, uh, to walk this set apart or set a, a, a scribe path that he has for us, we have to get in him. And in him flows everything else, flows everything the else. Issues of life. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the imbalance is because of that. We don't understand who our father is. Right. We have no clue what true covenant is. Right. And he and it happened right. in the book of Genesis. Right. And continue to, you know, happen by patterns that are given to us. So, you know, the challenge is today. You know, nobody is saying that um, things can't change. But once you've heard the truth and that the father is there for you, choose the truth and go with it. Abel can restore relationships. He can fix certain things in our life when we truly embrace him as Abba and, 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 and understanding that he's given us a legacy. He's given us inheritance. And I can't do nothing but go back to Isaiah uh, 54. I, I've never heard it more plainer. You know, all these weapons that's formed against us, it's promised that they shall not prosper. Every tongue that rises up against us in judgment shall be condemned. But this is only a heritage of the service of who? Yahuwah. And nobody else. Not the half-doers, the covenant breakers, even the ones who are ignorant. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's hard, but it's true. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, we miss the Yahuwah. Wow. Matthew 17, 17. 20. Matthew 17, 17 through 21. It says, um, 
Then Yahushua answered, answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Yahushua rebuked the devils, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Yahushua apart and said, why could, why, could, why could not we cast him out? And Yahushua said unto them, because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove, hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and then it shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit this kind of growth, excuse me, this kind goeth not out by prayer, excuse me, this kind, uh, howbeit this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. So it takes faster than prayer. Right now, right y'all, y'all can join in us. Right now, what what day we on? We on a we on a twenty one day fast. Twelve day should be twelve. Uh, one of them. We start. We only eleven. No. Uh, no eleven. So yours, yeah, a tenth one. Well, one of them. Maybe y'all folk before Passover get here. But, uh, but um, so we're on a fast right now, you know, a 21-day fast. You know, y'all can join in. You know, so far, man, shoot, just fasting and getting the word and praying, man. We've been getting just feeling better in our bodies. Our mind is more, more clear. And most I've just been speaking to us, been able to lead us better, you know, just getting this word. So that's important. Most folks don't want to fast. I got to get, they got to have something to eat. I woke up this morning hungry, but I ain't getting nothing though. So, hurting. So now listen. So the most. So, 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 oh, go ahead. Uh, we were talking about covenants earlier. Just as we all like to say that we live by principles and moral codes, and then somebody crosses and we feel disrespected and want to, you know, tell them about our disrespect. We even want to get at them. That's the same way that y'all feel, because the Torah is his moral code. So. If we made it in his likeness, you got to understand if people disrespect you, imagine how your creator feels when other people disrespect him or even you. So imagine how you feel when you feel disrespected and take it into account. Dang, maybe I made y'all feel worse than this. Maybe I made y'all feel like this. And I don't like this feeling myself. So you got to understand that a covenant, regardless if you know, you're angry or not, you still don't need to break those moral codes. You still have a responsibility to keep the covenant regardless of your... Uh, Emotions like I can't just go up and slap my daddy because he made me mad. What? That's wrong. That's all. And I, that's against Torah. And that's breaking the moral code. So just because of my emotions, I can't break that. I got to understand and get my emotions in check and understand, okay, you know, my daddy got on to leave my daddy saying this. I got to understand it's for my learning. Or even if he's wrong, okay, I can learn how to be quiet. Just take it and wait till the most high convicted because it does happen. But you still can't just willy-nilly go around and break the covenant or break a moral or break a principle just because you feel a type of way. You got to, because if you say that this is that, you got to know how to keep it. And it takes work to keep it because you got to watch what you say. A lot of people, we be hasty in our speech. Yasharel, we like that. We quick in our speech. We don't learn. We don't understand how to count the cost. We want to jump into covenants, but then we got to do it. Boom, we said amen so quick to Yah. We got we got the blessings, but then he, we forgot that he said we're gonna wax fat because we didn't listen and we broke that covenant. So we gotta learn to know the details of the covenant and truly count the cost and not break it just because of your emotions. 
Right. And like was said earlier, it's lifelong. I can't break up with my mom and dad just because they made me mad. <laughs> right. You remember, you know, it's, it, it, Israel's, Israel's, y'all, listen to this. Here it is. Israel is one big family. Mm -hmm. It's 12 brothers. We 12 <laughs> brothers' children. Yeah. <laughs> True. You got Abraham, the granddaddy, or the great granddaddy. You got Jacob and Isaac. You got Isaac. You got Jacob, and you got 12 brothers. And then you got then you got um Ephraim and Manasseh. You know what I'm saying? And we're their descendants, y'all. We family. We one big family. We break cover with each other quicker than anything. We don't support each other. We don't trust each other. I'm your own brother. I'm your own brother. We we real family. We can't even get that. And it's sad that, that our mindset gravitates to that. You know what I'm saying? We family. You know, we get the feeling that people talking to other people. Somebody just sitting talking to other people. Man, you, you call him, man, let you know that you was over here. Why well, I gotta call you? Because I, I'm gonna. I, I ain't gotta call you. You get, get permission for my own brother to come to come and um, visit me. We family. We saw. We kind of stuck up on folks trying to keep in contact with each other. I ain't gotta give in contact with you. Most of them ain't tell me tell me to go. We follow order, so we let them know. Hey, I'm gonna go just like mother and father. But I ain't gotta come. Hey, I'm gonna go and um see. Auntie Lula Bell. When you come to my house, when you come to my house, she's like, I'm gonna ask you, do Lula Bell know you here? And I shouldn't, and Lula Bell shouldn't get mad being my sister, that you as my nephew and niece come to see me. We family. It's the same thing when it comes to this. We saw in competition with one another, comparison, trying to be like, trying to be better than that we fail to understand that this is one big family. What, one big family. So he said, now therefore if you obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then you shall be a peculiar treasure unto me. You know what I'm saying? A peculiar treasure unto me above all people. You know what I'm saying? For all the earth is mine. That's what Peter was saying to us. That don't change. Peter didn't get that just from Yahushua. Matter of fact, let me fix that. Peter didn't get that from Yahushua. Peter got it from the Torah. He just probably used some of the understanding that Yahushua gave him. More in depth into that. Let's go to First Peter. And go ahead, Lady Battle. Um, several different thoughts, but I think this is the one um, y'all would rather have me say. Um, it, it's it, how it's said when we actually read the scripture now oh you, you when we I'm sorry. obey his voice My bad. when we actually do it then we will be his peculiar treasure his special treasure right right so uh, i think about him being um the bride of hamashiach and what it is that Hamashiach is going to be looking for for his bride to be adorned in before we take up this special, this, this, uh, consummate, if you will, this covenant. Because right now we're in preparation, right? 
and Yahoo and Yahuwah is telling them when you do these things, there will be such a difference, such an a, a, aroma, such a, a presence upon you that I want you to be, you know, known as my peculiar treasure unto me above all people. So we are clear that there are other nations, right? But mm -hmm. there has been one chosen, right? Mm -hmm. As y'all's inheritance. So that's what we have to remember. I mean, it don't make us no better. It should, in fact, bust the bubble, that ego, you know, and that big swole up head. It should humble us. Yes, that most of Yashua have because you want to holler DNA. But does your infant, is your inside appealing aroma to Yahuwah because we walking in covenant? Can Yahusha identify the faith in the earth with his bride? Have our garments been adorned with the fruit of the Ruach that's part of the covenant of Yah that makes us this standout people? So that's just a thought. You know, we, we looking at Torah, but Yahusha comes back and, and repeats it. Right. Right. Yes. Oh, that's it. No, I'm saying I'm agreeing with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what, you found it yet? First Peter 2. That's right, Lance Battle. Let me you're saying. First Peter what? 2. Start at verse 9. No, I'm going to start right. I'm going to start verse 1. You got to get it in. Wherefore, let us out all malice and all guile and all hypocrisies and all envies and all evil speakings. He didn't get in Torah and evil speakings as firstborn, as, as newborn babes, desire to sincere make of the word that you may grow thereby. If so, if so be you have tasted that, that, that Yahweh is gracious, to whom coming as unto a living stone, this allowed indeed of men, you just allowed indeed of men, but chosen of Yah and you precious. You also are. You also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house, a set-apart priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices, acceptable to Yah by Yahushua HaMashiach. Wherefore, also it is contained in the scripture, Yehoah laid in Zion, the chief cornerstone, elect precious, and he that believes on him shall not be confounded. One more verse, y'all, in English. And unto, uh, unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. Just to give you, I ain't gonna read the verse eight, but you know, you keep it disobedient, and that knows that'll be you. That stone will fall on you and crush you. Well, you just fell on the stone and just been humbled. <laughs> Yeah, some people ain't humble. Man, we talk like we, we talk like we be humble. The humility don't come how you talk. Oh, that's here now. That's low. Yes, sir. That's not humility. <laughs> humility is coming your action. You're gonna be humble because it's who you are, not what you're trying to be. It's just, it's just like boys trying to be girls. You look stupid. Trying to be something you know you're not. It's, it's stupid. It's ridiculous. It's a shame. You're going to go to get him and you're going to burn in a, in a lake of fire. It's more than unnatural. It's an abomination before y'all. So I ain't going to spare your feelings because you gay. What's going to make you like that? You're going to hell if you don't die. You're going to the lake of fire if you don't change. 
It's just the bottom line. I'm not saying that most I don't love you. He loved everybody. Homosexual, homeless, homosexuals ain't the only one going to lake of fire. All people disobedience going to lake of fire. All of us who don't act right, who live in sin. And, and, and your butt was used to use the bathroom, not have the bathroom user inside it. Nobody should be peeing inside of you or putting a semen in your butt. You ain't no woman, you don't have no uterus. Be for real, it's a scene, and you're going to hell. Don't know woman to be licking on your stuff. What's kind of Sam Houston is that? That's, that, that's, ooh, that's terrible. And why would you even put yourself in a situation? You know, I don't know about no women, but a man can never lay down something like that. But I'm trying to tell you, you need to change. That's bad. I ain't trying to, I, I, I am never going to sugarcoat nothing like that. Man, what? I ain't never been gay. You know, but I had some vulnerable stuff, I guess. So I, I'm not trying to compare myself to make myself better than nobody. What I'm saying is when we learn to do better, it's to our best to do better. So I mean, I ain't, I, I, man, shoot, I never, I don't care about nobody getting mad at me. <laughs> so anyway, and when the voice of the trumpet sounded louder and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake unto, as he spoke, he loud. Like that. And Moses spoke and y'all answered him. <laughs> By a voice. Why it was loud. Y'all heard him in the chaos. Y'all heard him, not no chaos, but y'all heard him doing the loud times, disrupting. Y'all still heard him speak. That's amazing. And y'all came down upon Mount Sinai on the top of the mountain. And he called to Moses to the top of the mountain. And Moses went up. Yahuwah said, hey, go down there, man, and tell them people. <laughs> he talking to us, Father. Yahuwah said, go down, charge the people, let they break through, let they break through. Yahuwah, they gaze, and many of them, because they're going to try to come see. They're going to try to come see, and all of them going to die. So Tim, don't come up here. And let the priests also, which come near to Yahuwah, sanctify themselves. Unless Yahuwah break forth, break forth on them. Everybody better get set apart, Jack. You better change from the world, turn from what you got going on, get yourself together for the most I deal with you. And Moses said to Yahuwah, the people can't come up the mountain. The people cannot come up to Mount Sinai. They talking. He showed him as a father and son. And guess what? Mo this is perfect for my, for my sons and my daughters. That I'm talking, telling you something. I know what I'm talking about because guess what? I'm the father. I seen it. I know it's going to happen. It don't matter what you say. I'm telling you. Based on experience, I've been there. Like a mama tell her daughter, leave that boy alone. You don't, want, you don't know him, you judging him. You came back three years later, you ain't got no teeth, your eyes, you got permanent black eyes, because that man just beat you in your face, but I told you years ago. Well, you got played. Tell the boy, you let the girl alone, boy. Then you don't know, man, here you is now on child support. She done cheated with your best friend. You depressed, because you didn't listen. You just take heed. How would Moses think that y'all don't know what he talking about? Just like many of us, when it comes to our mamas and daddies, you, you, you already know. Right. Yeah, you stiff-necked people is what you are. That's why the Bible said, honor your father and your mother, because you don't know nothing. You stiff-necked. You stiff-necked uncircumcised. <laughs> Damn, Stiff-necked. Stubborn. You got to turn your head. He trying to tell you, look, I ain't going to look. Man, turn your head. I ain't gonna look. I don't care. You, you turn your head, man. I ain't gonna look. We like that. Yeah, look. Oh, you're right. We super proud. I had a principal. 
He couldn't turn his neck and turn his shoulder then. You better figure out some of them look that way. Because I'm telling you, if you don't, rough. It was stiff-necked people. And Moses said unto Yahuwah, the people cannot come up to Mount Sinai, for thou charged us sin, set bounds, but the Mount sanctified. And Yahuwah said to him, away, get down. He checked him up, away, get thee down. And thou shalt come up, you, Aaron, and with thee. He told him, get down there. Away. Away, go. Get thee down, and thou shalt come up, thou and Aaron with thee, but let not the priest and the people break forth to come up to Yahuwah, lest he break forth upon them. So he no more. So that should show y'all something. As teach, that, 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 the most I always teaches honor your father and your mother in the scriptures. That shows us that. Also, listen to him. Walk by faith, not by what? Because somebody going to climb that man. Look here. If they build a tower of the Bible, they finna come over that mountain. Man, you know man. Whoa! I had a lady tell me, Sister Bevine, she said, people can tell from people from New York. She said, because New Yorkers don't look up. <laughs> we, we used to it. Well, you foreigners, you ain't been in New York. New York is the largest city in the country. You're going to be like, and the most high know that. He know that when they see that, they're going to be like, huh? and you're going to be dead. He's going to be, yeah, I'm looking at you. How I get in Abraham's bosom? <laughs> what? Yeah, I hope it was Abraham's bosom. I hope I'm in Abraham's bosom. It's hot. The rich man over there with the fire on him. Oh, the rich man over there dead in the head. You, oh, I've been with the rich man Abraham. I'm in the wrong spot. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, yeah, you bad. You better listen. Yeah, it's important. See, that's why I said, that's why you shouldn't. Let me, let me tell you something. That's why, as a leader, as a minister, you should say everything that Yah tells you to say. Quit worrying about hurting people's feelings. And quit worrying about, I don't want to offend nobody. And quit my man, man, you shouldn't have said that. That's the flesh. You can't see what Yah see. You're trying to stop. I don't want you to do nothing. You in your flesh, you can cause somebody to die and go astray. All because you lead to your own understanding. Most I said, get down. It's a it's a barrier, man. Go tell them why, cause folks climb. You you really don't think they're playing trying to build that th stuff down, man? Man, they finna at Babel. Uh, the White House, they got in the building. They got in the building. <laughs> uh, insurrection. They got all that security. And here we are thinking, ain't gonna man. You talking about the what they say, the side of your neck? Yeah, talk to these people. Yeah. Like yeah, and Moses went down to the people speaking to them too. <laughs> and then the Most High came and gave it ten words: the ten debar and the meat bar, the ten words in the wilderness. Yeah, the ten what we so called called the ten commandments. Yes. He says, "I'm Yahuwah." We do this every week. I'm Yahuwah. Your what? Elohim, which have brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. He revealing himself to him. One thing the Most High does before he establishes covenant with you, is reveal himself to you. And that's amazing that my wife just said that because that's exactly what happened to me. I ain't trying to be funny, but I was standing outside of my driveway and I saw y'all or a figure or something come from behind the moon and wave at me and revealed himself to me. That's the, I saw the father for the first time in my walk about a few months ago. Then I realized, whoa! And I said, everything just changed. 
He he spoke like like he waving it, like he like it's like and what he was telling me was that the son is the one that shows you the father. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta know the son to see the father. The son gonna hide behind the father until the son will show you the father. But oh, you're gonna know the father, you gotta know the son first. And you gotta see him and the authority of the father see him in. And I finally see the son as, as, in, in the right place where he said, Breathe on me as the scripture have said, and out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. We gotta breathe on him on him at the scripture, not like church. The church tell you, he said, if I be lift him up, I'll draw all men to me. If I start dancing, lift him up. And then as soon as we get friends worshiping y'all, and we ask why they want to get saved, nobody show up. Yeah, and we talking about they just didn't believe. No, just crazy. It's talking about faith. Him down on the on stake and giving his life. If you want to get for the coming of Mashiach, you talk about his life, your condition we're in, how he turned from the covenant, broke it from y'all. We became an alienated people. He came back to redeem us. He said, I am come for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He didn't come bringing no Christianity. He didn't come start no church. He didn't come for no other nations. He came to us first. Yeah. Then he come for the other people. That's the truth. You talk about church. You want to go to your slave master's God. You don't want to, man. Envy thou not the oppressor, don't choose nothing. Yeah, you envy the oppressor, you choose his ways. He shows you that. Say it again loud. Envy thou not the oppressor, nor choose none of his ways. So why would you choose your oppressor, who used to be your slave master, his way of, of life? They don't want to show you how to be a Christian and start a church. That's why you were a Methodist, a church of God in Christ, and all this stuff. You didn't come from Africa. You did. That was already over here. It was given to you. You chose his way because you didn't reach the word of Yah. The CA said, don't do that. You call me crazy. Man, that's funny. I'm Yahuwah, your Elohim, that brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other Elohim before me. That shall not make unto you any graven image. Christianity, crosses, the bird symbols, Islam, the crescent moon. The dome with a rock. The dome with a rock. These things are idolatry. <laughs> Judaism, idolatry. He said, not y'all. His word is his word. His name is his name. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness or anything that's in the heaven above, that's in the earth beneath, or that's in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, Yahuwah, uh, thy El am a jealous El, visiting the iniquity of the fathers among the children to the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto the thousands of them that love me, and shamar, guard, defend, protect, and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of Yahuwah, thy El, in vain. For Yahuwah will not hold him guiltless that take of his name in vain. Remember the Shabbat, the Sabbath day, to keep it set apart. It's not like the other days. Six days shall you do. I work Sunday. Our business, work. We, we open from Sunday through Friday. We have a good time doing it, too. Anyway, six days shall you labor and do all of thy work. For the seventh day is the Shabbat, the seventh of Yahuwah, thy El. In it thou shalt not do any work. Thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy maid servant, man servant, thy maid, nor thy maid servant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days 
Yahuwah made the Shamayim and the arrest the heaven and the earth to see it all that in them is and rested the seventh day. Wherefore, Yahuwah blessed the Sabbath and he hollowed it. He set it apart. We, 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 we got to hurry up, though. Yeah. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which Yahuwah giveth thee. Thou shalt not murder. You can kill a deer for eating, but it's not a sacrifice. You can kill, kill, kill catching the fish, gutting them, and, and getting the scales off of them, and eating that brim is okay to do. Yeah, you have to it's okay to eat crappie too. It's not good to eat catfish. Catfish is unclean. Everybody look all off on little catfish, a hot sauce and mustard, little ranch dressing, some hush puppies, French fries, and tater tots. Eating catfish, eating unclean, feasting off of it. We just feasted off filth. We said, we don't know how to make a difference between clean and unclean, according to Leviticus 20, 19. Leviticus 20, thou shalt make a difference between you and the other nations. I have severed you from the other nations. That's the scripture. I see you. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not lie on people. Thou shalt not bear a false witness against that telling lies on folk. Man, you know what she do it? She did trying to make folks. That's a command. You breaking covenant line on folks. That's your doggone brother. Let me tell you something. The scriptures was written to a family. So like when you go home, you write no mom and daddy. When I come home, I want Ruth to clean the kitchen. I want Isaiah to clean the bathroom. I want Malachi to clean the room. I want Michaela to cut the grass. Y'all came to the house and you done broke my command. The grass ain't cut. McKenna, why you ain't cut the grass? Isaiah said you said don't do it. I said you said that. No, sir. You broke. <laughs> tell her why. Because she broke my commandment. And she lied on Isaiah. She done buried a false witness against her neighbor. Yes, lying on your neighbor. You don't do that. Thou shalt not want what somebody else want. Lust after. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. That's your neighbor's house. Why would you want his house anyway? You shouldn't desire that. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Why would you want to desire your neighbor's wife? That ain't your wife. That's another man's wife. Thou shalt not covet that his man's servant. Why would you want his servant? His man's servant. Why do you want his ox? Why do you want his ass? Why do you want anything that is your neighbor's? But the most I get every man to measure of faith, you got your own stuff. Mm. And but we won't see jealousy is cruel to grave. That's what Solomon said. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Why are we jealous of folks? I'm jealous yep. hearted. Why fix this one? You say you got a little jealousy in me. You work on that then. I was jealous hearted. I was insecure. My wife could not go. Who are you talking to? Who is that? What you doing? Where you going? You like him, y'all? Yeah, I was super insecure. Tell me, I'm a man. Whole time, what she, I wonder what she doing. Who she talking to? She get mad, she leave. Who she, she probably having sex right now. Super insecurity. That kept the problems up. What you doing? I don't do that now. I don't, no, because I don't, I don't think she cheat on me. I don't believe she will. I, I know she won't. But I don't check on what she doing. She a grown woman. We in the covenant. She understand, I understand. I don't cheat. Can't no woman on this Zoom, YouTube, come say, I mess with them. I don't. I don't cheat on nobody. I talk to women all day, every day. I'm a businessman. I'm trying to get deals. I go sit down and eat lunch with them and everything. But I don't want to have sex. It's business. My wife know where I'm at. I, when I, now when I do my stuff, I let her know just in case I'm trying to rob and hurt me. She know where I'm at. <laughs> but I also got 
you know, my, you know, some women, but you know what I'm just saying? You know, but, yeah, I keep it tucked. Pay <laughs> attention. But what I'm saying is because you should have that trust. Yeah. And you should, and, and, and but but you should not, and then why would you want to, see, I had that happen to me. Somebody covered what I wanted, but at the same time, compared to themselves, they made themselves be more better than me. Covered what you had. As my leader. But the whole time, you was covering what I had. You broke Torah. Yeah. See, curse on you until you repent. And you have not yet. These years later, I forgive you. But guess what? That's covetousness. Maybe you didn't know. Now you know better change. But the thing about it is, yeah, we do stuff like that. It's not wise. It's definitely not good. And all, go ahead, Malcolm. Yeah, and understanding, I'm not married, so I'm not speaking from like a marriage standpoint. But as somebody who will eventually find a wife, the Bible says that you are supposed to pursue her, prove her, right? Prove so her. Your relationship with her would not be like anybody else. You would have a relationship to the point where you do trust her. You shouldn't be with somebody you don't know, that you don't trust, that you even have to think those thoughts about. So why are you coveting somebody you don't even have a relationship with? Right. You don't even know them you also still lack understanding, even if you have not repented, who be it that said person is. Doesn't matter if you fit these And why, and, and why, would, why, why would you go to a woman, if, 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 if you know a woman or a man, if you know a woman is like that, like that, why would you go to a strange woman when the scripture don't go to a strange woman? Right, and, and with your man, don't yeah. even look upon her. Right, you, 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 you said I'm a man first. The scripture says right here, Mashiach says I have given you power over all the enemy. So I'm not saying you, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that you're gonna, that, that, let me tell you something. Don't get laid about battle. Paul said free fornication. So I see fine women all the time. We do. So when I see a woman, I know that she look good. Trying to holler at me. I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about what? What you want to talk about? Because you got the wrong motive. So why would I sit down and entertain that? That's how the adversary did either. You had the wrong motive. You came from the beginning to get them to obey y'all. That's your beginning of your conversation. So any, disobey y'all. So any kind of man or any kind of woman that would sit there and entertain that, you want that. That's why you're doing it. Because why would you sit there and entertain something like that? Why would you entertain it? No, why, why, the adversary entertained Eve, she failed. Adam did too. The Lila entertained, entertained the Lila. The person got put on him. He failed. So what makes you exempt? Yeah, come on, man. We need to move. What did Mashiach do with the adversary when he came trying to tempt him? Yeah. He called the scripture. First of all, I don't leave my bread alone. Everywhere come out of your mouth. Now he gonna provide me. I don't don't tempt him. Matter of fact, get thee behind me, adversary. And he left. So if, if, if he's the tone, WWJD, he wouldn't get on hard and put his clothes down. Mm. Yeah, she wouldn't get her pants down and bend over in front of you. WWJD, he'll run away. He'll free fornication. You don't see him get an erection when Mary came. Can we, can we, let, let, let's bring out light. You don't see Mashiach get an erection when Mary came watch these people with her hair. You don't see him, oh, I'm a smack dad, I'm smooth. Yeah, she watched my feet with her hair. He understood the purpose. He didn't get conceited. It says Judas' heart was, 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 he was a thief. He didn't want to say it what it was. His man was on the bag. Mashiach thought, knew that she was coming because of his death. She preparing it. So he didn't get in the lust. He didn't, he didn't lust. These days, women come around our feet. You might tell them, come holler us later on. What's your Facebook? What's the name? Snapchat. 
Just chat. <laughs> he inbox me. I was like, DM now. They DM now on Instagram. Marco Polo. I got this. <laughs> and keep, keep on talking this morning. They, yeah, but they do that. They do. So come on, let, let, let's be for real. See, people don't want to talk about real life stuff. They don't want to talk church. But I talk real life. Yeah, like everybody talking about uh, two wives. Like that's new. My granddad been a Rolling Stone. I was a Rolling Stone. I had four wives. I got seven children by four women. What's the difference if, if it's, it's about sex? So I understood that it's not wise. Those children hurt. I got three sons, one of them homosexual, two daughters don't even talk to me for, for polygamy. We just want to bring it into the truth and try to disguise it so Abraham them doing it. We've been doing it. We just call ourselves pleasant pimps today. It ain't no difference. Same thing. We just want to bring reality into, into the scriptures. We want to bring church in so you can't see it like that. I'm bringing life to you. It's the same thing. It ain't no difference. We sit around having the base about something. We see the destruction of it. We see the ruin of it. But we choose to get from the fact we want to hit two women. You got you, you got you got a man that got two wives. Eventually, some of the men started having orgies. Now the women eat each other. Yeah, that's two wives club. She done watching the clothes. Now her now when he at work, him and her eating each other stuff out. While the kids in there, the building. Yeah, because that's reality. Yeah, it, 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 I, I want y'all to see everything I'm saying. I want it to be very vivid to you so you can see the disgusting scene. We let down before the most high doing these things like he ain't there. And then we but guess what? We want to be offended because we want to draw the, the imagination out. But guess what? We but, but we don't want we don't see him offended when we're doing it in reality. Come on, man. I think we're backwards. It's time to grow up and, and raise up. Quit acting like we stupid. Yeah, I said that. I gotta get ready to end because we, we we well over. <laughs> Tora Clever, yes, Lady Battle. Uh strange, specifically talking about the, the word strange. When it's brought up, um, strange also can be. Uh, well, let me just give the Hebrew word for for it first. Muzar, muzar, strange, weird. Um, it also has a, a a root a root word, and there's a and I'm trying to. It's mute muzar too, but the root word too. It can also be a strange meaning other nations. So while we're talking about this strange woman, and I know everybody gets stuck on, okay, well stick to stick to the uh to the scripture. I am the context. No, I'm saying and the context. Oh, I am. I'll go ahead. I'm sorry. All right, we got the context of scripture. But to study even further, strange is also referred to as other nations. And, and many people get, you know, kind of rubbed the wrong way on that. Not only is it other nations, but other nations have other elves, other gods that eventually lead you away from who you are. Right. So right. I just wanted to interject that because we're, we're using it. You they will eventually lead, lead you away from who you are? Yes. Who you see. are and other elves. Because you have to be, except most women uh, and that's just how y'all made us. And I believe it's even more powerful when we look at each other. We have, an, uh, we uncovered it as husband and wife, male and female, but in return, we all bride. Mm. We're the bride of Amashiach. So at the same time, we should be understanding the role. But anybody can be led astray by a strange woman. And it ain't, it don't have to have two legs and a pelvis that don't look like yours, but it can be other mm. health, mm. other things that other 
man, male, and female man bring to you right. to lure you away or get your eyes off of the. So that, that, that's the difference between the difference between me, me, me and my wife. If she can bring it up, make it sound good, I just gotta say it like I see it because I ain't. That's a good two pairs that don't like yours. Still gonna say how I see it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but um, yeah. So we we you know we we um. We're not gonna get you just get to the prophets today. But I just want y'all to take heed to this. You know, cause listen, listen to this. Cause they, they, they wanted Moses, we're gonna breach this, we're gonna end it. But because they wanted Moses to talk to us. And all the people saw the thunderings and the lightnings and the noise. And the, cause y'all want you to y'all want to put that, I want you to understand this. He doing it for, he's showing the authority of a father. He is not showing the authority of a God. He never called himself no God. The word El in the Hebrew don't mean God. It means mighty one. The word Elohim means mighty ones. It don't mean a trinity. Yahushua was the mighty one. The Malachim are considered to be mighty one. You are a mighty one, according to Psalms. And you have a dominion, you have authority, you have rule over. He was a father. He always been a father. He introduced himself to Pharaoh as Israel's father, where he said that Israel is my firstborn. Why would he tell another man he your father and not give you that understanding yourself? Jacob knew who he was. He wrote to Pharaoh, Joseph. He said, I'm a prince. He said, Yah was his father. Abraham was a prince. So you were son of Yah. So when he responded, he was responding as a father to show that authority and that fear that you won't go and do other stuff. I remember I had a friend, we called him Dollar Bill. We was young, we was what we called the blood gang. And we went to go see him one day and we pulled up to over his house, this boy's daddy and his daddy's friend was outside behind his daddy's truck. And the daddy talking to his friend, daddy seen us. And we had one of our friends, we looked, everybody flamed up blood, red. We weren't being disrespectful, but we, he, the man, daddy, can look at him and tell, yeah, deep now. So he came outside, we talking to him, whatever. His dad looked there, talking to his friend, that's hey, he got to come out real, hey, come here for a minute. You know, him, him his daddy and friend walked on up to the front. He said, come on up here for a minute. He talked to him, they go into the back. He came back outside. He said, well, I'll holler the child later. Yeah, I can't go. Yeah, I never, we never saw him, hung around him from that day forward. We saw him in passing, he weighed. He had a whole different set of friends. Guess what? His life was changed. Some of my friends was, 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 was with us, some of them dead now. Some of them in prison now. Yeah, he understand his, that's authority. He had a fear of his father on the inside of him. And his father said, you know what? No, nah, I ain't gonna go with y'all because he didn't want that whooping. <laughs> he didn't want that, you know what I'm saying? That's how y'all respond to y'all surround right here. Don't, why would you call him Father Yah but scared to approach him? Come on, man. Stop it, y'all. Let's be real. Think about that. So it says, and all the people, they saw, they saw his authority. And they said unto Moses, speak down with us. And we were here. But let not Yah. They, they are stiff-necked people. They don't want to, they, they don't like an authority. And they lying and they saying something out of fear, not out of covenant. But they gotta eat it. 
Oh, you talk to us. First, and Moses showed them the example. Well, man, if y'all show, show me himself, I pray I don't run from him. I run to him like Moses did. And Moses said to the people, fear not. What you scared of? For Elohim has come to prove you. And that, and, and that his fear may be before your faces as you see and not. He ain't showing you that to scare you. He's showing you who he is. He, his fear is to prove you that you won't sin, not to harm you. And the people stood afar off. And Moses drew nearer unto the thick darkness where y'all were. They came, they came. Yeah, it's just like now us coming to the truth. Y'all running from me. You calling us crazy? They crazy. Israel, what? No, we're not crazy. You crazy. You running from y'all because you scared of the change. You scared of folks, what they're going to say. Ooh, this is grievous. No, it ain't grievous. You got to run toward him. That's your advantage. Man, Moses, it said, and Moses drew near unto the thick darkness. Elohim was. So we need to think about this, y'all. Cause that's real. We, we come on. If we want to know y'all, know y'all outside of the assembly, know y'all outside of religion, know y'all outside of in the walls. Incorporate y'all in your everyday life. You and y'all should have a relationship secretly, privately. If people never see you do anything, we always worry about people. Man, that's come on. Think about that. If 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 people always come across your mind then that should be a telltale sign that we should get closer to y'all. We scared to speak up for ourselves, let folks run over on us, say thing to us. Come on, man, when is enough is enough. And then we then we, we, we play the we, 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 we play the dummy role uh, because folks talk, talk about, you don't want to offend about I'm going to be quiet. Man, I've been in a fight all my life. I'll fight you, I ain't going to lie to you, I love everybody. If you think you're going to hit me in my face, you got another thing coming. I ain't Moses, child with me, I'm going to slam you on your back. Yeah, and I'm gonna steal a little more time. Cause most I ain't tell us to be weak. Yahushua just Yahushua didn't fight back because he was his, his y'all's real place to die. Peter trying to cut that man's head off. Yeah, warrior. But it wasn't y'all's will for him to do that. So he told Peter to get back, put his man get back on. You know what I mean? He was weak. He just had he did do the will of y'all. He couldn't respond no other way but to do the will of y'all. So don't 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 don't, cause don't call him weak. Cause guess what? Other folks are still bumping too. Most high's a man of war. Read your Bible. It says in this book, Exodus, he's a man of war. But yeah, he starts fights as well. Yeah, so don't get it twisted. Anyway, with that being said, I'm done. Yeah. We're gonna get Isaiah, Isaiah gonna end in prayer, and then we're gonna stop the live. We're gonna we're gonna go. Hallelujah. If it, if it, if it, does anybody else have any comments or questions though before you start? All right. Hallelujah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I had a comment. I'm sorry. I, I let you guys to this. Um. Beautiful teacher, brother. Um, <laughs> I always love to hear men or y'all um, because it makes me um, feel not so strange when I feel that fire raise up in me. And I try to um, explain and articulate the, feeling that, the feelings that y'all um, placed in me. So it's, it's encouragement. Um, I pray, I, I pray that y'all continue to strengthen you and your fold. Um, you've raised, I don't know the 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 the, the girls, the, the ladies all that well because I haven't really 
Um, I haven't really talked with them, but you raised some good sons um, who who are showing their faithfulness to Yah, which is a beautiful thing because our community has been um, decimated due to lack of um, lack of man power, literally. So um, I pray I pray y'all strength on um, on your ministry. And that you continue to um, bless everyone with the word that y'all gives you. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the most high. Most definitely. All right. If no one else has anything else, I will go ahead and pray us out. All right. <clears throat> Father, yeah, thank you for allowing us to have this Torah study, dear Father. As Paul wrote that the scriptures are written for our learning, dear Father, we have learned so much more, you know, reading the scriptures and going in depth about the studies, dear Father. But yeah, as we read and as we study, help us apply what we study. That's how we study to show ourselves approved, apply what we read and what we discuss, Abba Help us to believe what we discuss, not just talk about it, but believe it with our whole heart, regardless of what our flesh is telling us. Abi, I pray that you help us all to continue to just continue to push, oh yeah. And I thank you for Brother Cleavon on here. He mentioned that it's great to hear other men talk about you, Abiya. That fire, the same fire that is within all of us that you have set and kindled within all of us, Abiya. Thank you for allowing us to come together to study together, to sharpen each other as iron sharpens iron, yeah. Especially as men, dear father, there's a lack of man in Yasharel because of our disobedience and our captivity, Abiyah, because of what we did, what our ancestors did, and what we continue to perpetuate because we don't want to listen, Yah. There's a lack of manpower in Yasharel. But Yah, the men that are in there, help us to be strong, help us to still have that firepower regardless, because you can do anything with one man. Look what you did with Elijah, your 850 prophets. So Abiyah, you can do anything. So I pray that the men can come together, unify in Yasharal, Abiyah. And I pray that you continue to help the men of each assembly that we're in covenant with, Abiyah. I pray that you keep the men strong, keep us, you know, in fortitude. And I also pray that you keep the women strong as well, Abiyah, because they are the help me of the men, Abiyah. And I pray that you just continue to just keep the covenant that they are in with one another strong as well, Abiyah. I pray that as we continue to just do your Torah portion, read your Torah portion on Shabbat, to help us never get tired of it, to continually come, to read it for our learning, to read it, to whip our minds and our flesh into shape because our flesh like to get leery sometimes and like to get weary and like to try to do something else. And as we read often, Abiyah, we stiff neck and I, we got to admit, we got a whole bunch of pride in Yasharel, myself personally too, Abiyah. So I pray that as we continue to read your Torah, that it begins to be or that it continues to be purged out of us, that as we read your Torah, that we continue to break up the fallow ground in our hearts to apply your word, not just read it to try to sound smart, because that's what, what was written. Wisdom is the principal thing. Get wisdom. But in all you're getting, get understanding. I'll be, yeah, we're in the process of getting understanding because, yeah, we have read the scriptures. We we see the scriptures. We even quote scriptures. I'll be, yeah, but it's time for us to get an understanding because if men here or people hear that, Adultery is wrong. They still commit it. Your word says they lack understanding. Abiyah, when I mean, people still sin against you intentionally, they lack understanding. But we need help, Abiyah. So help us to get a better understanding of your word so that we can leave, excuse me, live it 
and truly live it and be doers of it, not just talk about it and believe what we pray. So Abi, I thank you, dear Father. And I pray that you continue to just be with us during the Shabbat. Hallelujah. And may your name be baruched and extolled in Yahushua's name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So you always love everybody. Let me